Welcome to the green room with Claude and Justin. <laughs> wow. We're about to report, record a podcast, and we've been uh, talking about loss, so I thought, let's just press record and, uh, and uh, get, the, get the green room, green room feeling. So uh, continue your statement. What a crazy feeling. Um, that talks to you, man. That, that opener, it's, uh, it's great. Anyway, okay, yeah. So uh, what was I saying? Um, uh, like I, I basically feel like when they, um, uh, you know, when they were when they were writing those early episodes, they, you know, they didn't necessarily plan out all the future details, but they at least had some sort of vague sense of what they would be filling in later. And mm-hmm. so I feel like the idea with Adam and Eve was, you know, there there's some characters from 40 or 50 years ago, and we'll eventually find out who they are, you know. And I I feel like that's what they were thinking. I don't think they thought all the way to oh one of them's the smoke monster and one of them's the original protector of the island and that that's mm-hmm. 50 you know i feel like they didn't really they didn't really think that far ahead i would be hard pressed to believe that they didn't they didn't uh have some idea that adam and eve would have a you know a more direct romantic relationship to each other yeah whatever we found out about them yeah. you know it seems like they were setting that up Absolutely. you know uh you know Locke didn't say you know, uh, he's you know he says Adam and Eve, not like you know mother and son, right? You know, yeah, like some cl- I, I can't think of like a classical mother and son you know story figures. Mm-hmm. You know, like no, he said Adam and Eve, so you you sort of get you know not only this relationship but you know this idea of the you know the beginning of life. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, the first couple of the island, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, the, the, exactly, the first couple. <laughs> yeah, that's... You know, everything goes back to them. Right, I, and I don't think they name it that unintentionally. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think they're like, well, Locke's just wrong, you know. Yeah, so for the listeners, we, we, we this sort of this part of the conversation was sparked by this idea of Jack and saying, you know, the, the, you know, the clothes that I mean, are wearing about 40, 50 years old, and that that the writers would say, well, Jack isn't a, a clothes expert. He's not, you know, he's not an expert in that field. That's why he's so wrong because we learned that, in fact, it's mother and and man in black, and it's you know two thousand years old. Um, yeah, and I feel like that that it, what's sort of going on is like behind the scenes when they discussed, you know, when they discussed this issue, like when they came up with, okay, we have our Adam and Eve explanation. I feel like somebody in the writers' room said, well, you know, we had this episode where we had Jack say the clothes are 40 or 50 years old. What are we going to say about that? Mm-hmm. And then I feel like it's it's easy to come up with, well, Jack doesn't necessarily know anything about how to age clothes, you know, how to tell how old they are by looking at them. You know, we never, yeah. we never established that. So there's no reason he can't be wrong. He can't be way wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Like, it's true. I, of course. Yeah, and they, that happens, you know. But we were just saying that, that with Jack, more than any other character of the show, I would say probably overall through the whole show – you know, he's the sort of authority figure. He's the one the audience goes to for what's right and wrong. Yeah. And especially when it comes to sort of these little, these little, you know, sort of situations. And it makes sort of no sense that at the time of writing, they would write this line specifically to 
for the audience to be told, here's an instance where Jack is wrong about something. He's going to give you information that later you'll realize is incorrect. You know, mm-hmm. and it's just like that's not the normal thing that they do. So it's like really if they're hard-pressed to say, okay, well, why did you say have Jack say at that time the clothes are 40, 50 years old? They, you know, I think the answer has to be that that's what they were thinking was the truth. Yeah. You know, and they were willing, you know, they were willing to have Jack be wrong in hindsight. Yeah. Once they realize if they decide to change their plan, which they seem like they did. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Lawyered. Exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I rest my case. <laughs> it's it's well made. Guilty, I say. I I think uh, uh, they, you know, I mean, at that point, that's episode six of season one. I mean, they don't even know if they're gonna get season two yet. Like, mm-hmm. they don't even know if it's gonna run, you know, for a full one season. Like, at that point, they're really. Um, they're really not able to make long-term plans for the show yet. So, you know, I think they did vaguely have an idea, oh, you know, this this will be accurate if we ever get the chance to tell the story. But, you know, Mm -hmm. once the show becomes popular and, and, you know, takes off and they're actually looking at, you know, it running forever, you know, then they actually have to tell the story. And by that time, I feel like, you know, things have changed. Mm -hmm. And it's like... Whatever, whatever they vaguely had in mind for the original story doesn't doesn't really fit anymore. Yeah, and that's you know that's stories evolve. I mean, it, literally, <laughs> when you're telling them over time over yeah. TV, and uh, so it makes sense things aren't going to fit. But uh, I think you should just be honest <laughs> about your answers about yeah. what, you know. Uh, especially when the show's over, I feel like, you know, drop the act, guys. We know yeah. we're perfect. You know, it, it's it's the, the best thing ever, but, okay, let's, let's talk <laughs> about what what is wrong. You know, like, yeah. Time. And it wouldn't make me angry. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't say, like, oh, you bastards, how dare you, how dare you change, like, your mind about mm-hmm. something. I mean, I, like, that is the, the writing process. And they sort of acknowledge in the abstract that the story evolves over time. But they've never been willing to be specific. You know, they've never been willing yeah. to say, here's something that we changed. Well, see, I think the true nature of Lost you know, there's two, there's two, you know, there's sort of two uh, uh, ends of the spectrum. One is the writer's idea, and one is the audience's idea. And the truth is somewhere in the middle. And you know, we get some of what their idea is, you know, uh, largely from the show, obviously, and, but from from also what they say about it, you know. So it's like. If we got more info about, okay, well, you know what, the cabin, we totally changed our idea about that. You know, then you can factor into your idea of the show and get closer to what they were really going for. Yeah. And and saying, no, 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 this, you know, this whole idea wasn't, you know, really even, you know, the whole man in black being able to to uh, claim people, you know, this is really what they were trying to get at, this one idea. All these other disparate ideas related to it just were, you know... <laughs> coincidences or something yes yes yeah 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 so like for example all that stuff with with desmond taking the injections and you know asking if people were sick and stuff like that i mean i I really do believe that was originally supposed to be related to the sickness that rousseau was talking about Mm -hmm. like i think those are supposed to be the same phenomenon you know but i think uh I, i mean i think basically they just you know decided to separate them. You know, there wasn't a way to work the smoke monster infection into the Dharma story. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't really make well, sense. What is? The, I mean, they never even got specific, right? I mean, that was part of the problem, I think, because the sickness never became a real thing, right? So they kind of parsed it from from Rousseau's thing to you know, and and what Desmond was doing and the whole thing with the hats and the quarantine to like the purge and the gas. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, 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 maybe we we meant this. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this was whatever the sickness people might have said or, or something. You know, it's just like I don't. They don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they, that that's that's a that, yeah that's a perfect example of an area that needs clarification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I mean I think. What does um, the encyclopedia say about it? About what what thing? The sickness. Uh. Or any of that sort of related stuff. The sickness. Um, or the purge, or. I mean, it does. It does basically explain that you know the reason why. Um. You know the reason why they're uh 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 oh god what am i talking about um use your words king <laughs> uh it's speech reference it was yes for those who haven't seen it i haven't i can still make a joke about it <laughs> um uh it was you know the original reason for the quarantine in the in the swan station was the purge and the what's poison, the swan station? You mean the, the swan hatch? The poison gas being released. Yes, <laughs> I do. Excuse me. I believe you look at the official plans. It says. <laughs> yes, exactly. May I present blueprint number? <laughs> so so. Uh, actually, I think the encyclopedia specifically says it was Redzinski that put quarantine on the Swan Station door mm-hmm. um, after the purge, and he he basically uh, you know bunkered himself in there and started trying to because he thought poison gas would just stay in the air forever. Uh, yeah, you know yeah. Redzinski's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it's like, who who does he need to remind? To, to stay quarantined himself and at most one other person. Yeah, who he's who, 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 directly. Who, who, you know, the two of whom can't leave anyway, right? Yeah. Because they're yeah. busy pressing a button. Yeah, and he's also, like, sort of plotting to so, so take I'm just down gonna the go hostile ahead. somehow. I'm going to go ahead and say it uh, for the show. Rosinski overreacted <laughs> when he wrote quarantine on the, on the hash store. He overreacted. Yes, he did. He did. <laughs> Well, I guess I overreacted. <laughs> there we go, folks. Delete the scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's absolutely... Uh, that's what happened. It makes no sense. Cause it, I mean, it makes sense that that's their answer. It makes no sense that he would write quarantine on there. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I mean, it's it's completely... Uh, it's completely unbelievable. Um, okay. But it ties in with that whole idea of, you know, the way, the way Desmond came to the island and the way Kelvin presented himself, that whole farce 
like it ties into that very well. <laughs> yeah. You know, because the first time we see Kelvin, he's in the mask and he's doing that whole ruse and stuff. And it's like, it makes sense with that. But, in re- but you know, the way they tell the story, it works great. But if you think about it chronologically, it just doesn't make sense that Ruzinski would be like, oh, I've got to write quarantine out on this thing because I won't remember that, you know, Ben just gassed us all. Yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, he is part of Dharma. He's, you know, he's one of the head Dharma guys. Uh, you know, right. he should know about the the uh, what is it, the tea kettle? The tea kettle, yes. I'm thinking, you know, when that when that teapot gets boiling, you know, uh, that steam's going to get you. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, I think they kind of bungled the Tempest reveal too, because. I remember at the time we didn't even understand what what that reveal was supposed to mean, mm-hmm. you know, and and it was only with help, well, a little help from exposition that I sort of got the point, <laughs> but but even still, like I didn't quite put all the dots together until I read the encyclopedia, and I'm like, oh, that's what that's supposed to be. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Is I it, what did it say? That's that's not clear. Well, it wasn't clear to me that that was the reason for the quarantine stuff. Oh, okay, okay. You know, like, I I, know, I didn't put that together at all. Mm-hmm. Well, why would you? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really make sense. So, uh, yeah, so looking at the Cygnus page in the encyclopedia, like, 80, 80% of it is about the smoke monster claiming. Um, okay. And, uh, and then it also mentions... Um, it also mentions the uh the the Dharma quarantine and um and it also mentions the uh the fertility issues. Okay. So there's sort of like three three circles on this Venn diagram of sickness. Yes. All right. <laughs> yes. Um uh so there's three areas. <laughs> Yeah, so so the the encyclopedia just collects all the times that people talk about a sickness together. But most of it is specifically about the smoke monster version. Mhm. Which he never directly takes credit for. True. And we never see directly hap, you know, him do anything to anyone. <laughs> you know, like the the way that we always see him try to get someone to do something is to appear to them him like as himself if he if you know if he can or as some you know their loved one that he zaps out of their brain yes or lock when he's lock um you know he he doesn't um it's weird that that uh you know we've never seen him like you know claim somebody and then have that person go do something. So it's weird that, you know, but, but there's these people who say he does that. <laughs> right. the weird part. Right, right, right. Yeah. And the encyclopedia says he does that. So yeah. I, I think it's supposed to be real, but it, it is weird that the show never quite convinces you that it is real. Mm-hmm. You know, like, why couldn't they do that? Uh, here's one thing that's in here that I 
never really noticed before. So apparently what happened with the French team was um, he uh, was the, the, the smoke monster killed Nadine and he killed Montand. And then the other guys went into the catacomb because they heard Montan's voice, but that was actually a trick by the smoke monster to lure them inside. Okay. And down there, he claimed them, and when they returned to the surface, they showed homicidal tendencies towards Rousseau, and that's why she shot them. I still don't know what claiming is. <laughs> oh, I could I can tell you what claiming is according to the encyclopedia. Okay, what is that then? Here it is. Uh the sickness created by the island smoke monster was a darkness that would grow inside the host. A wound or entry point meant that the smoke monster could enter the body and darken the host's spirit. Uh this form of sickness caused a change in the carrier's personality, often resulting in malevolent acts carried out with a complete lack of emotion. Uh, those close to the carrier were often killed without any motive. Wow. <laughs> so that's the uh, that's the official answer about uh, what uh, what the sickness is. Wow, that's their answer, huh? Okay, well, I mean, they showed that sometimes. That certainly wasn't Claire, and that was barely Saeed. Yeah. Uh, so. I mean, it was Russo's team off-screen, <laughs> and on-screen was Robert. So if that's their explanation, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Basically, it's, it's it, you know, we told you so. But then later on, they go on to talk about how Dogen was kind of wrong. He didn't really know what he was talking about. And oh, great. <laughs> that just confuses the issue. Another, another fallible uh, authority figure. <laughs> He's the leader of the temple, but he doesn't know anything. Yeah, yeah. Following his own interpretation of the sickness, Dogen did not have a complete and total understanding of how it or the smoke monster's influence actually worked. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Great. That's so annoying to me. I feel like that's that phrase must 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 be in that in that encyclopedia, and they just have the subjects different, you know, like a, they just fill in the blank for whatever <laughs> explanation they needed as they went. This person had no, you know, used their own interpretation on this thing. That's the an- official answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And at that point, you're talking about season six. Like, I don't mm-hmm. believe that they don't know what the answer is anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but they're still writing Dogen being wrong. Like, it's just frustrating to me that I can't count on them for exposition. You know, <laughs> we meet this character, Dogen. He seems to know stuff. I mean, he certainly mm-hmm. knows some things that were verified, you know. I mean, he's... He's, it's not like Dogen, like, it's not like um, the main plot is, like, is totally removed, and it's, you know, it's about them trying to find a great golf course, and there's this minuscule little subplot about whether or not Claire is claimed, <laughs> you know, it, you know, this minuscule subplot about, you know, Saeed being about, to, you know, being, needing to be killed, and it being up to Jack, you know. Yeah. It, it, this is a huge plot point here and intersecting with this is information about okay jack you know i'm trying you know dogan's trying to convince him to do this based on the weight that his sister went through the same fate yes 
You know what I mean? So they're not thinking lightly about this this scene here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this isn't a throwaway scene or a throwaway idea, you know, theme that they're going for here. Yet the guy's wrong yeah. about the main reason Jack, you know, one of the main reasons Jack is convinced to help, to try to help Saeed. Yeah. That's just, that's crazy to me. That's that's crazy to me that they're like, nope, he's just wrong. <laughs> You know? Yeah, yeah. He's just wrong about, you know, he, you know, something happened to Claire, but he's wrong about what happened to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that part, um, that part is, <laughs> I just, it's it's another one of those things about season six that, like, you know, like, um, I mean, I hate to just, you know, stay on my foot and say, wow, wow, I want this, but mm-hmm. I just feel like, I just feel like by season six, I, I really want, I want actual, you know, answers. You want the final answers. You yeah. want, okay, what is your last words on these topics? Everything, I feel like, I feel like in the last season, everything should be, should be, okay, here's the last bit of truth you're going to get out of this stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like quit being coy. So it just yeah, and it just seems like it's it's saying like Dogan's test when he tested Saeed with all that stuff, he could have just been wrong about that. That was his interpretation of yeah. the test. So his whole speech about the scale of good and evil which he ties which, you know, goes to the Claire his Claire analysis too. Yes. Um, you know, she was tested too. Mm-hmm. It could just be wrong. And it's yeah. like, Okay guys, well if he's wrong about this, is he wrong about that? Right. You know, right. does he even have a son? <laughs> you wow. know, like, uh, where does it stop? So, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they're telling us that he was partially right, but he just didn't, he just kind of made some things up mm-hmm. because he's doing his own, inter- which I just think is so weird. I mean, where did he even learn about this? Like, it's weird to me when people make their own interpretations of things that, like, it's not as though, you know, like, where would he even get the idea in the first place? Mm-hmm. You know, like that 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 the smoke monster can can infect your soul with evil. Like, well, how do you just what make they're that saying up? Is, what, the, the simplest thing I can think that they're trying to say is that, um, you know, Man in Black started, you know, was taking care of Claire. Claire was going crazy. Because she, you know, like Rousseau, she was separated from her kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she got island madness, right. as it were. Uh, and it happens. And, uh, and, uh, and you know, then she's attacking the others. Dogen finds out about this. He brings her in. He does a test. He, You know, she says that, you know, she's living with, you know, where she's, you know, under the, you know. Somehow he he knows that Man in Black is influencing her, like talking to her or with her or something. yeah. And, you know, she's like, I'm living with a man in a jungle or whatever. And uh, and then he he, he he puts his own two cents in and he goes, oh, okay, well, you're like this because of him. Mm-hmm. And that directly ties into the, that whole sub-idea of, you know, talk, man, you know, well, part of that whole claiming idea is if you talk to him, he can convince you of anything or whatever. Yes. Which they also never, he never took credit for. We never sort of directly saw that be sort of true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's weird to to have these like sort of you know these uh, these ideas that 
that are all sort of interconnected, but but sort of none of them are quite re- like right. They're not really. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just stuff people were saying, but you never yeah. kind of saw happen, and so therefore a lot of people were wrong. <laughs> right. Right. And it does. It doesn't seem like there's a good origin point for that. I mean. Where is he going to – I mean, I guess the final answer is something like – because actually the man in black himself seems to be the original source for the idea that you can't talk to someone or – and if you let him say a word, it's too late, you know, because mm-hmm. um, uh, he tells Richard that about Jacob, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I guess, you know, Richard tells that story to Dogen at some point, and then he tells it to – Saeed, but now it's about Man in Black and not about Jacob. Mm-hmm. You know, but but why would he? I mean, is he intentionally lying, or does he actually think that? And if he actually thinks that, then why? Like, where would he get that idea that that's true about the Man in Black when he was the one who originally said it about Jacob? Because it's true about both of them. I don't know, or or maybe it's. You know, maybe it's Man in Black being devious, and he he knows it's about him, but he's saying it it's about Jacob. Okay. And so it somehow you know, it's like when a racist says the other person is racist. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Or it's not like that at all. <laughs> One or the other. He was. That's you know he was saying in the episode that Jacob was the devil. Mm-hmm. So that does suggest that he yeah, was kind of... Yeah, I think he was of, kind of doing that. Like, everything he was saying was kind of, like, really about himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except he wouldn't he wouldn't quite go so far as to say Jacob is the black smoke. Mm-hmm. For whatever dumb reason. <laughs> he really should have just said, yes, he is. But, mm-hmm. nah, nah, that's me. And I know, I know. I, I, I felt like they had some talk about saying that and they had some reason why they didn't want him to say that. I, I feel like that could have caused a problem. Yeah. Somewhere maybe with Richard's understanding of the situation or how how Jacob was going to come off to uh, to the audience, you know, mm-hmm. before we see him you know, punch Richard out and all that. Um, so yeah. I, I feel like I feel like and I can't think of what exactly, but I feel like maybe that's why they didn't do that. Even though it does seem like a really good, simple thing to make his lie more convincing. Right. And it would fit in with the other stuff he's doing. Mm -hmm. It would make it so that he's, he's exactly making Jacob him, Mm -hmm. you know, it seems like he wanted, if he says Jacob is the bad guy, I think maybe we talked about this before. If he says Jacob is a smoke monster, then then Richard's not going to be able to conv- be convinced he can kill him. Yeah. I okay. think I think maybe that's a problem. You know, it's like, well, he can't yeah. be that powerful because Richard's going to be like, well, I can't defeat that. Right, right. Um, you know, I, maybe some, and I think, and then I think it keeps the the sort of real threat on Man in Black, who is the who he's like, no, that's me. So if you don't do this. Yeah, you know, I, I I'm the real threat. So I think it's like it's it's one of those weird things where it's like they're trying to keep the threat, the ultimate threat, in with Man in Black. Yeah, mm-hmm. try to have this ruse that Jacob is the real threat. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really quite work. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
No, you're right. That is the original context. He's saying, I, I'm not going to be able to kill him. He's the Black Smoke. Mm-hmm. And it's Man Black that actually corrects him. No, 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 that's me. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm the one you need to fear, so go yeah. do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the one you can't kill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can yeah. kill him. <laughs> but it's weird because by admitting that he's a Black Smoke, he's admitting that the Black Smoke can take a human form. Mm-hmm. You know, so so like, why can't you kill well, Black Smoke if you catch him off guard? What's it again? So why can't you kill the Black Smoke if you catch him off guard in human form? You know, like why? You know what I mean? Hey, that's a question for uh, for Saeed uh, when he stabbed Locke, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, so you can't. I mean, it's in fact true that yeah, you can't. Yeah, you just can't. I but, mean, like, the, but, like, for Richard, like, why why couldn't Richard think it might be possible, you know? If he if he's not always in smoke form, if he's sometimes in human form, maybe you can kill him then, you know? Well, because if he goes into that situation under the guy, uh, under that, and I think, you know, that does make sense that he could maybe, you know, a man in black is like, okay, look, because it ties into the whole thing about don't let him talk to you. So, like, mm-hmm. if, you, if you stab him, catch him off guard before he says anything, he can't turn into smoke and you yeah. can kill him. But I think if Witcher goes into that situation, you don't get the, you know, you obviously don't get, the what, how they wrote it, which is Jacob punching him out of nowhere. Right. Uh, and then, you know, if he did stab him to no effect, he's thinking, I just killed the smoke monster. And then Jacob has to go, no, 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 no. Some other guy you saw was a smoke monster. I'm not the smoke monster. And he goes, no, he told me you were the smoke monster. <laughs> You know, I, I don't know. It just seems like I don't yeah. know how they're going to get out of that one. Now it's getting... that, that's a conversation you got to have, and yeah, so they yeah, they didn't want to go down. It's, that a, road. it's a tricky one. I think I give him a pass on that situation because it's he's and I'm not that it couldn't have been better, but I think it's it was tricky to try to have what, what they were trying to get Man in Black to do. He's got dealt weird motives, right? You know, multiple motives at once, and then they're trying to sort of surprises with with how Jacob is going to react to all that. Yeah, and I can only imagine the conspiracy theories if they insinuate that Jacob might be a smoke monster. Exactly. Like, that's that's a dangerous yeah. road to go down. Yeah, <laughs> so I think they wanted to sidestep that whole idea that Jacob could have been the smoke monster. Yeah, yeah. I, I, th- I think you're right, and that's like, fine. Like, ooh, I mean. sometimes it was Jacob, and sometimes it was Smokey. Mm-hmm. The one that attacked Kimi's team was Jacob, because he, you know, or whatever, you know, you could just place whichever one you wanted to in whatever situation. The one Locke saw was Jacob. Right. And, you know, the one the one we always see is is, is Man in Black. Or, yes, yes. Yeah, that's a different show. The Fable of Two Smoke Monsters theory. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, totally. And I mean, that's, you know, that's a real theory that existed and it would only be bolstered if they actually put that stuff in mm-hmm. where he accuses him of being the smoke monster. I mean, there are people who also think that mother was a smoke monster. <laughs> All mothers are smoke monsters. <laughs> if you don't clean your room. <laughs> I love mothers. <laughs> Just not the evil ones. <laughs> Just not ones that kill other mothers. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and I feel like that's due to their their annoying vague ambiguity um, that that you can even <laughs> have that. Mothers. <laughs> yes. Wait, what? Vague ambiguity of mothers. Mothers have an annoying vague ambiguity. <laughs> Yeah. What are you talking about now? No, I'm saying the reason why people have the theory that Mother might be a smoke monster or what's a smoke um, monster is the annoying, vague ambiguity of of that episode in mm-hmm. Lady Center. That 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 theory can even you know seem reasonable. Yeah. Because I, I don't think there's any way it's true. What does the encyclopedia say about evil incarnate? <laughs> Please tell me it has an entry. <laughs> I. I don't think there's an entry for evil incarnate. But let Nothing me, under incarnations, comma evil. <laughs> let me check the uh, let me check the index here. Um, let's see what we have here. In oh, how do you spell incarnate? It's with an I, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the no. The Latin way. No, there's not even a listing for incarnations, and there's nothing under evil either. I, I just wonder what 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 it says about evil incarnate. But as I recall, under the man in black section, it does give some sort of vague uh, description of what what happened to him when he went into the cave. That that sort of discussion. He stepped he stepped in some evil incarnate and got it all over him. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> More or less. I mean. You know, you got the idea. <laughs> uh, no, I think it says. Um, let's see here. Oh man, there's a lot of shit in here. It's ridiculous. This thing's too big. Um, yes, here we go. Here we go. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, all this stuff is about. Across the sea, and man, where is all that stuff? Well, that's after it happened. Well, I thought it was in here. I remember reading it. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe it's in the entry about the island? Which section are you looking in? Uh, the man in black section. Yeah, maybe the light cave or something. Or Oh yeah, yeah. What's Jacob? that called? The what Heart of the Island. What are they Heart calling? of the Island? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. Heart O the Island. <laughs> or is it the light cave? Do they call it that? That makes it hard to find things in this book. Um, 
Oh, is the gun the is the source where, where Neo has to go. I think it's the smoke monster section. Oh. I think that's I think that's where it is. Ah, yes. <laughs> there it is. Okay, good. Um, yeah, they have two separate sections. Um, uh, they don't say it doesn't say smoke monster see man in black and vice versa. No, it doesn't. There's a smoke monster section and there's a man in The thing is, like, the man in black section is mostly about the character and okay. his early days and what he wanted and what he Everything did later. Everything Titus was in. Yeah, pretty much. But it's also about his plotting. It's about him appearing as Christian Shepherd. It's about, okay. you know, it's about, like, everything he did as a character. And then the I smoke see. monster is about, you know, the smoke monster. I see. Um, like not as a character, but as an entity, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. So when Jacob threw his brother into the heart of the island, the consequence was the creation of the smoke monster. Uh, the man in black spirit became fused with the all powerful force that lay hidden inside the island's heart, a source of malevolence, evil and darkness. (laughs) Uh, so that's weird because that's weird. That's their answer. That's really weird. Can't tell you why that's weird. Why is that weird? Because sh- so are they saying specifically that? Because I'm. I thought the where's the goodness from the heart from the from the light. Like, did he take that too, or they does Jacob have about that the goodness? Because it seems to me what you just read says that there is no goodness in this equation. The, the energy was just darkness. It was all evil took, down there. It was yeah. all evil down there. <laughs> all evil down there. Um, <laughs> nothing but evil wall to wall. And uh, <laughs> nary a goodness to be seen. Um, and uh, Which is weird with this idea that the island has these healing properties. Yes. So you would think the energy would be would be good. Now maybe you could parse that and say, okay, well, this particular light cave had bad energy, and other spots on the island had good energy. Maybe. Mhm. That's weird. Okay, that simplifies Man in Black then, because I I I always kind of thought it was it was something like you know Jacob was the good light incarnate or something, keeping the the evil in the, you know, in the cork with, you know, with the island, the whole wine mm-hmm. metaphor, wine glass right. metaphor. Right, uh Wine bottle metaphor. And, uh, and then when Smokey gets out, you know, that's sort of the evil. Because, you know, and that's largely coming from Mother saying, you know, it's good, it's darkness, it's, it's life and death down there. Yes. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's kind of weird that the, Encyclopedia is saying it kind of seemed like it's saying there's only evil down there. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know how specific to get about the wording, but it does say it's 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 um it's a source of these things. It doesn't necessarily say that's all that's there. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean it's not very specific at all. So you could read it that way. Well, I have to imagine that this is should be the most significant source on the island since Mother said this is the one that needs to protect it, specifically Jacob. Yeah. So, I, mean, I guess what I want to say is that it had both things there. Yeah. And that it was the malevolence that attached to the Man of Black when he went down there. 
Mm-hmm. And the good part was the was basically the the light. And see, that's why when Men in Black and Lock are fighting Men in Black, Lock, Men in Black slash Lock are fighting Jack on the cliffs. It should have been like you know releasing the cork or moving the cork really releases the good energy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then Jack has his, you know, he gets a superpower. Yes. You know, then they then they have a super battle. Which, yes. I mean, I, I'm not complaining about the fight scene too much. It was pretty cool, but... It was. But it would have been cool to have, like, a, <laughs> a sort of more spectacular battle. I agree. I uh, agree. And that would have sort of tied in with being like, okay, there is good, there is this sort of source of good power down there, too. Yeah. And it attached the man in black because he was sort of, evil because he wanted to leave the island Mm -hmm. and now that Jack is the leader he's good and he gets good energy and you know yeah that's too much to ask I guess (laughs) it is (laughs) it is just one fireball from Jack's hands that's all I wanted to see (laughs) you know I know I know I know. I was, yeah. I, I, I. It is weird. Just like with, I guess, Man in Black. Like they never quite were willing to show Jacob having, um, you know, powers either. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I guess like they implied that he did. You know, but they never actually showed him doing anything that was crazy. Yeah. You know, it was like they show him touching people, and it's implied that that's you know, doing something magical, but... That's the least, that's the least you can do to imply, like, somebody doing something other than, like, blinking. Yeah. You know, that's the least you can do to be specific about somebody doing something is, like, lightly touching them. It's like, okay, I guess they did something. Right. You know, uh, you know, or a nod would have been, they're like, let's get do more than a nod, guys. Kick it up to a tap on the shoulder. <laughs> that means he gave him immortality. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, since he asked for it and we see that he lives, you know, much mm-hmm. longer than people, you know, it gives credence to the idea, and I believe it, that, that Jacob did it. But at the same time, it's it's very, you know, intangible what he did. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, no offense, but the island is stupid. <laughs> All this stuff is just kind of stupid. Like, it just, you know what I mean? Like, who, these, like, vague ideas of power and, and, and it's, you know, it's not like equal, you know, it's not, it's just, people just have random qualities attached to them in this world, you know? Yeah. It's not, it's not like other sort of, you know, stories where you can see characters as, you know, Harry Potter or something, Mm-hmm. Where characters have specific powers and things and abilities and and knowledge and uh, there's sort of more equal playing field or something. I don't know. Yes. Because this is just kind of like, well, Evil Incarnate was was also a man at one point and uh, he was fighting his uh, his you know twin brother who uh, who kind of had some powers, not necessarily the same ones or. <laughs> equal, uh, and uh, then they added a, you know, then they decided to bring some people to the island, and the end. You know, when you put it like that, it sounds like an incoherent mess. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not exactly building to a very sort of cohesive world. Yeah. But, uh, but I, you know, everything in Lost works because it falls under the one, the one mantra of 
you know, hearsay and yes. subjectivity. Yes. <laughs> so it just, you know, it just, when you look at it, at the whole framework, it, it's just like, well, you know, that's not that interesting of like, you know, a sort of like, you know, if you look at just sort of like as if Lost was some sort of like historical story or something, you know, the whole story of Jacob and Man in Black and all that, and you just kind of look at it as a, you know, you know, versus something like, you know, the legend of Atlantis or something. It's just mm-hmm. like, that's kind of more interesting than what's going on over here on this island, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, but yeah. then, of course, I mean, the backstory, at least. It's all about the characters, right? It is. It is. It's it's not about the island at all, really. No. Island's just some place where strange things happen, or do they? <laughs> it's like Vegas. <laughs> Um, it is, uh, in many ways. Yeah, and I, uh, like, on the subject of, you know, the writer sort of not acknowledging their own, like, process and, and sort of admitting to mistakes, basically, like, uh, on a level, I understand not wanting to do that in public, but, you know, there was that scandalous interview with, um, with David Fury. You mean the scandal view? Yeah, the scandal view. <laughs> that we talked about a while ago. Um, you know, he was a writer from I think just the first season and, you know, Lafita interviewed him and he just came out with like like he came out with so much like, you know, so many crazy accusations that I almost stopped believing what he was saying. But was were were his accusations furious by any chance? They indeed were. <laughs> <laughs> he lives up to his name. He's a furious man. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, he says stuff like, you know, the whispers were originally supposed to be the others, mm-hmm. and and also that they didn't actually in season one they didn't know who the others were. Like they surprise, didn't have surprise. they didn't have specific ideas on who the others were. They were just these you know, creepy people lurking on the island. Mm-hmm. And and the whispers were supposed to be them, you know, which makes Rousseau's exposition not wrong. Yeah. You know? And, like, I'm inclined to believe that. I'm inclined to believe that they were supposed to be the others originally. Mm-hmm. And that it, once they actually explained the others, once they actually specified them, it didn't make sense for them to be the whispers anymore. Yeah. You know, and that's sort of why it's, it, it made much more sense for them to be dead people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, so they had to come up with another explanation, you mm-hmm. know, for the whispers. And therefore, that explanation has problems because there's clues pointing other other directions. Yeah. You know, and he, he also talks about how, uh, you know, Walt was supposed to have been summoning the polar bear. You know, with mm-hmm. the, with the comic book and stuff like that, that that was intentionally done, and they, that was supposed to be what was going on. Of course, at that point, I think they hadn't actually invented Dharma yet, so the explanation for the polar bear was up for grabs too. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was supposed to tie in more with Walt's powers than it was just you know they just happened to be there. Yeah. Because of Dharma. You know, and there's there's more stuff too. Like he 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 goes on and on about. Yeah, I remember reading that. Yeah, yeah, where he's just, he's just like, yeah, you know, things things have obviously changed a lot cuz we didn't we didn't think any of these things in season 1, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, 
you know, someone coming out and saying that, like, that's what I feel like is closer to the truth. Yeah, I mean, it's like when Tom takes Walt and and he's like, we're taking the boy. And they're like, why? And he's like, we don't know yet. (laughs) Get back to us in season two. (laughs) I thought that was weird when that happened, but now it makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't know yet. They're like, we don't, yep. They didn't know the others. They didn't know the others exactly. <laughs> it seems like a good reason right now. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes mm-hmm. sense. I think actually they have admitted that um, one of the big reasons why they had Walt kidnapped was just because he was getting too old looking. Yeah, that's right. That's when they had to get him off. Yeah, and they're like, okay, we gotta like, we gotta get him off screen somehow. Mm-hmm. So they came up with this. Okay, the others are kidnapped. Who are the others? I don't know. We'll figure it out later. But they need to kidnap. Why didn't they just write into? Why didn't they just like be more creative and write into that he was just growing fast on the <laughs> island with part of his powers? They didn't make that do part that. of the part of the story. I don't know. Yeah, you know, they could have done that. Like, whoa, whoa, just growing really fast. <laughs> you know, and he's like, yeah, I got these crazy powers. You know, I'm crazy like that. They could have done that. They definitely could have done that, but they didn't consider that an option. Mm-hmm. Apparently. And, I, and then I he could have just, of... like, got, you know, literally gets too big for the show, and they can write him off that way. Like, yeah. Oh, no, he's got to leave or he'll stretch too much. The comedy <laughs> version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you want to uh, start this podcast? Oh, okay. Yeah, they're we... kicking us out of the green room here. Some other show needs to uh, oh, they do? The chill in the green room. All right, all right. We can, we can stop green rooming. I think we covered uh, a lot of ground there. All right, so get my disc here. Yeah, I gotta get my disc. Open up this monstrosity. All cowboys have daddy issues. All the good ones. All the good ones, indeed. Is Jack good? <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> Oh man. <clears throat> All right. What up says that? Eleven, right? Eleven. Okay. Yeah. All right, so everybody get your uh discs out and ready and yeah. your files, whatever. Your source is uh, your VHS tapes, maybe. Oh, my God. Maybe you burned them to a laser disc, perhaps. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> we just we have, we have the coolest retro technology audience, apparently. Mm-hmm. I want to watch this on a laser disc. <laughs> awesome. Doesn't get more high quality than that. Or VHS. I wonder if Lost is even available on VHS. Um, 
Or do they not even like? I don't know. You know, I them? I kind of feel like maybe maybe the first season could have been out on VHS or something. I, yeah. I wonder. Yeah. Seems like it might uh, not be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I could check Amazon. That's a lot of tapes. What? That's a lot of tapes. So. Oh God, you're right. It'd be like, oh yeah. man, holy shit. I don't shit. know. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they if they really do a whole the whole. I, I feel like maybe the first season or something is out, but if anything, unless they make I, an EP. <laughs> well, it's not even worth buying if they're going to be EP, right? <laughs> Come on, let's just let's just admit it. No, it's true. I mean, SP or nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Worth flip by. All right, well, we've never really uh, had a segue from the green room to... uh, Yeah, are we going to reset the table? We've never even had a green room before, so... That's true. (laughs) Yeah, like pre, the pre-talk. Like, are we gonna start the podcast officially, or are we gonna just seamlessly transition into? Oh no, no, we'll start the podcast. Officially. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we haven't. This isn't the podcast. Mm-mm. Okay. We haven't started yet. All right. Watching some red shirts. Walking on the beach. All right. Let me know when you're ready. All right. I, I'm ready. I think I just need to. I just need to pull this uh, episode up, get it paused, make sure my sound works. Okay. And this season play thing, I'm I'm not into that. But that's probably just because I've seen the show before. Season play? Yeah. Uh. Okay. Okay, yeah, I'm ready. Um, yeah, it's this thing that the that the Blu-rays at least have, where it it basically saves um, it saves information on which episodes you watched. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Just so you know, like when you come back, you don't have to remember which episode you watched last. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. I just don't need it. Mm-hmm. You don't need to remember what episode no, you watched last. I really don't. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. <laughs> I I was watching some of the last one. Oh, you know, another thing from the last one, just to, like, derail for a second or two, is that, like, bugged the shit out of me, was um, uh, uh, I realized that Jacob actually, you know, when he hands over the reins to Jack... He uh he never mentions Desmond. He never he never specifically says anything about Desmond. Well, why would he? <laughs> Since he's integral to their plan to defeat the Man in Black, it's weird that he doesn't mention it at all. Is it really? Or is it totally in keeping with Jacob's character not to mention anything important to anyone important? <laughs> Even even at the last second when like it's all down to this or the world the, ends, he can't be well, bothered. Wasn't Desmond already done though? What or I forget the the timeline, but what was going on with Desmond at the time? Well, at that point Desmond was 
uh, Desmond had just been pulled out of the well by Rose and Bernard, and mm-hmm. Man Black goes to track him down. And, you know, eventually, I mean, no, so no, he, in the finale, he goes into the cave and and pulls the plug. Because you know. I thought, um, doesn't somebody tell Jack that they need to get Desmond? Yeah, so Sawyer says, you know, we're going to go get Desmond. And, you know, and, and Saeed tells Jack that Desmond's in a well, mm-hmm. you know. But when, so when Jack returns and, and Sawyer's like, we should go get Desmond to, to help us, that's where we were headed before we met Jacob, you know, Jack says, Jacob didn't mention anything about Desmond, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, he's, and, and Sawyer's like, well, Jack, Listen, Jack isn't a very good judge of what people have said, you know. He's not an expert on, on, on whether or not, uh, you know, Jacob uh, said anything about Desmond. I mean, he, you know, he doesn't know the age of clothes, and he doesn't know uh, what Jacob may or may not have said about the importance of Desmond Hume. Uh, but it's like, <laughs> why? Why would they write that? Why not have Jacob fucking mention Desmond? I don't understand. Like, why not? Why not say um, have 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 uh, have to tell Jack like make sure Desmond gets to the cave or yeah or uh, well I mean the only the only idea. That's not stupid that I can come up with. Well, it's okay. slightly stupid. Is that they would say uh, it needed to be Jack's choice? Oh like, God! Somehow, so I know, right? <laughs> really? Just the best I can do is that he had to somehow realize that for himself. That like, you know, because nobody, like, I don't remember. Like, nobody told Desmond he, you know, he needs to. Like Desmond knew he was going to the light, but he nobody said, "Okay, you got to go do this." He sort of did that himself. He chose himself, like, you know. And yeah. I think Jack Jack yeah. sort of did his thing. So I feel like well, that that is the best I think you could say, but yeah. like I said, it's still not great. Yeah. Um. I think. Listen, either the island is the most important thing and needs to be protected, or it's not. You know, either either Jack's slash Desmond, slash everyone else's personal journey and growth is the most important thing, or it's not. So I don't think you can have both. So I think, I think like, I think it says that, that it was more important, you know, if they're going to say that, that that's the reason, you know, he didn't tell, you know, he, he didn't want to give Jack that information because he wanted things to play, you know, he's staying hands off. Mm-hmm. Even though he's not, because he just, you know, he, he brought those people there. Yeah, um, and he's you know handing over the title. Um, yep. But you know what I mean. It's so, so that if that's the best you can say, then I think um, then uh, I think I lost my train of thought now. Oh no! <laughs> I was ready for the big conclusion. I know. I, I, I got lost with, uh, with 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 Jack and uh, um. Yeah, brain freeze, yeah. I will throw in that, you know, in Lighthouse, Jacob tells Hurley, you know, Jack has to do something important, but he can't be told what it is. He's got to find mm-hmm. it for himself, you know. So that, that does uh, point in the direction you're suggesting that, like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it, if it, if they're going to say, okay, it's Jack's, it has to be up to Jack's Oh, that's my point is, okay, you can either say that the most important thing is these characters and their growth, 
or the most important thing is that the island survives because the world will end. They, yeah. You know, I feel like you can't have it both ways, and they're yeah. trying to have it both ways. So it's like, yeah, I think if if they're gonna, if the best they can say is it's Jack's, uh, it has to be Jack's choice. So Jacob can't say anything about the, um, about Desmond. Then you know all that they can. I mean, all that really gives you is that the answer is that the most important thing was that the, the characters. Yeah. Uh, fulfill their own needs or whatever. Right. You know that if if Jack ultimately ultimately doesn't get to save Desmond, then you know, then somehow it's going to be okay, or that it's going to be okay that if it all fails. I don't know. I mean, I don't think they want that to be the answer either. So. Right. I agree. I agree. Um. Uh. Yeah, and I just I I think. You know, it just bugs me because you have that whole business of Jacob telling Hurley someone's coming to the island and that's why they have to go to the lighthouse. And, you know, and they never bring it up to him later. Jacob never acknowledges who it was. I mean, the only person who came was Widmore, so it has Mm -hmm. to be him. Widmore says that Jacob sent him there, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and, and specifically credits Jacob with the idea to bring Desmond as well. Um, But, Jacob himself on screen never takes credit for any of those things. Mm-hmm. So it just it just ends up being this really annoyingly ambiguous thing to me. Like I guess I believe that all that's true, but why why couldn't it be acknowledged? Mm-hmm. You know, like it seems to me like it's important enough to to actually uh, to actually uh, confirm. You know, on screen. <laughs> Add that to the list of things, right? <sighs> yeah, I know. I know. You're right. Why? Why am I saying that in a season like season six? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Talking about confirming things. God, mm-hmm. what am I thinking? <sighs> but it's in the show. Like, how can it? How can? Oh God, how can it not be? How can they not include that? I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. You know, that combined with the fact that, like, even the encyclopedia is wishy-washy about whether or not uh, Widmore is telling the truth. <laughs> uh, why? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, I ask thing, why. That's thing, that's, I think that's the part of the problem with Lost that, that I had that, that probably bugs us both is that it, it has that unnerving quality of like, you know, a great mystery has an end. Yes. <laughs> you know, like at the end of a Sherlock Holmes story, he solved the case. You know, I mean, there might be some sort of underlying, you know, unresolved little things here and there, but uh, but but having these like huge unresolved issues is 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 weird to have, and and I think in a mystery, you're not used to that. You're used to being able to say, okay, well, let's lay the cards out on the table at the end of the story and say who was pretending to be who in which yeah. part of the house. You know, who was where when. You know, at the end of Clue, who was where when. That's what right. I want. That's what I wanted season six to be when Tim yep. uh, Tim Curry is telling everybody who was where doing what. Yes, why, yes. You know, and and you don't get that at all. Yes. You know. Exactly. You get, you get, you get like, one of the endings, and then you get them saying, maybe that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Right, right. And 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 one of those endings like doesn't include actual descriptions of what people did. It just includes like insinuations. Yeah, it includes yeah, yeah. It, 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 it totally skips one murder in one room, but yeah. you hear some the noises from that room and you infer what happened and that's yes. the best you get, you know. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, based on that, we could conclude based on the other mm-hmm. stuff. It was a that... woman streaking, so we know it wasn't Mr. So and So, but we don't know which woman it was. So yeah. it's one of these two because the other three were somewhere else. So it's like, yeah, it's totally like that. It's a yeah. mystery that that they didn't they didn't really. Again, <laughs> that's part of the ethos of the show is this whole being subjected in the mystery. You know. Yeah. Um, and not being able to get out of it with with real answers, even the encyclopedia can't sort of be authoritative. It's like I don't know what happens. Yeah, the encyclopedia, which does specifically say that Widmore killed the Ajira people, so yeah. it goes that far. About that. They were sure about that one. It's sure about that, but it's not so sure that he ever met Jacob, and Jacob, you know, <laughs> sent him on that on that mission. All right, and it's and it's like. Okay, cool. The mystery goes on forever, but mm-hmm. I, to me, that's not even a good mystery. To me, that's just yeah. I'm not I'm not fleshing my story out. I'm not yeah. actually filling in important details in you know the plot. Mm-hmm. You know, like to Can me, that doesn't matter. The way they painted Charles Woodmore, I mean, I don't know from from way I'm looking at him now, he has like like no character growth. Yeah, like. I mean, I, I don't understand what he, you know, what does his character get out of the story? You know, we see him in the 50s being sort of brash and mm-hmm. arrogant. Then we see him uh, in the 70s, like, sort of being the sort of co-leader right. uh, with uh, Eloise Hawking. Right. And uh, and then the most of what we see him is the Allendale era, and uh, where he's sort of this tyrant, yeah, uh, slash good guy, <laughs> depending on which season you're watching them in, and uh, yeah. who who I think, you know, I he claims to have had a a, cha- a character change at the end. You know, Jacob came to him and showed the error of his ways. I feel like that should be true. Me too. You know, why can't they? So I feel like if the if the encyclopedia can't say that that he met Jacob, then you can't be valid. It can't be validated that he had this character change. You're right. So it kind of makes that like, well, this is his big. This is the most change he's going to have. You know, going from the tyrant that's beating up this guy on a videotape to, yep. you know, trying to somewhat selfishly save the world. Uh, save the, save the world. Yeah. He's called into action, you know, and it's just like they're sort of invalidating that his his main character growth, and it's just weird. Yeah, it is you know, weird. But, you know. It is weird, and and that's why. But, they, I, but they'll say he killed the Jira passengers, which mm-hmm. which do, it doesn't really matter, and it doesn't, you know, it, it it's such a minor thing. And but and I also feel like that like throws a throws a big pile of shit on his character growth. Like it, yeah. it that's that's old Winmore killing the Ajira. Yeah, passengers. I mean that's that's me. That's what should have happened. It should have been Smokey who killed him, and Widmore gets to blame. Oh, you're up to your old ways. You're just killing whoever yeah. gets in your way. And he's like, No, you know they were already dead. I wouldn't have done that. I'm a changed man. Like right. to me, that seems like solid, straightforward character. Uh, you know, character stuff and. Uh, 
I am a worse writer than the lost writer, so maybe that's why I see it differently. <laughs> but um, but it seems to me that, that that would have been sort of at least satisfying, uh, maybe less interesting. I don't know, or maybe it's just they would have done it that way too, given in a perfect world or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's weird when, when it's just like, why did you guys just do that? <laughs> Yeah, that's really what I want to ask them is a lot of questions about why didn't you just do this? And I feel like I learned so much about writing just from hearing them say why they didn't do a certain thing. Yeah, you yeah, know? no, even, I agree. Because I think there's probably great answers mm-hmm. and very straightforward logistical answers to things that's like, oh, it totally makes sense why you didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, you know, it's easy to sort of <laughs> mock them for various blunders, but – you know, oh, we've done it for the last hour. <laughs> yes, indeed. But, you know, the reality is they are quite competent professional writers. They know what they're doing, and mm-hmm. I, I do believe they have a rationale, and they probably have thought of these things that we're discussing. Mm-hmm. It's just that we don't get to hear in public, you know, they're, why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. You know, they make these decisions behind closed doors, and then in public they sort of act like, you know, these things are not important, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I, I feel like they, you know, they, they did discuss them at some point. Yeah. It's just, you know, going back to the, whether or not Jacob, uh, whether or not, uh, Whitmore ever met Jacob, it's just like, it seems like that's something they would want to make sure the audience is clear about, you know, back to his character growth, you know, so yes. like, let's make sure that the audience knows that Jacob did, give him a chance to come help or something, you know? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to go do that. Versus it just being this mystery. Right. Right. A totally unnecessary mystery to me. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to sit here. I got enough shit to worry about, you know, just on the show already. I like throwing in this extra thing about Widmore's motivations is just, I don't know. It's just piling on something that I feel like doesn't, doesn't matter enough to to mm-hmm. even bring it in at that point. Yeah, I guess it's like they. Uh, I guess at the end of the day, they don't necessarily want you to be able to figure out what, like figure out what happened. They just want you to be just lost in the the the, the, the mystery. Yeah. You know? Otherwise, I don't know why you wouldn't say, okay, you know. Ben did the wreckage and, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, sort of the sort of straightforward things you can set the record straight on in hindsight, just, you know, just make it clear who did what so you can go, oh, okay, then this is what was going on in that scene, you know. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like as we talked about uh, 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 Nadia's death, you know. Mm-hmm. On the last thing, like they did belatedly, I almost feel like as an afterthought, they did eventually have Widmore finally come on screen and say, "I planted that wreckage," you know. But you know that was like that was like a year and a half late, I think. Mm-hmm. Like they, you know, they were way behind. Like when they originally introduced the wreckage, like <laughs> that's like the middle of season three. Like I feel like it's you know by the end of season five when he says that. It's it's kind of late to be like, oh yeah, that was Woodmore. To be fair, for Locke, it was only a couple days because <laughs> he was because he was time traveling. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> You're right though. Uh, True. Yeah. Uh, what are you gonna do? All right, let's uh, let's get the uh, 
cowboy show on the road here. Okay. All right. Let's cowboy it up. Everyone get on your horses. <laughs> Mount up. <laughs> oh, God. Um, all right. So I'll uh, just do a countdown, and then we'll uh, start the uh, official podcast. Uh, and uh, Okay. We'll go from there. Cool. <clears throat> Let me mark the time. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Lost Slowdown Podcast 93 with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? So we're continuing our commentary series back with episode 111, All the Best Cowboys Have Daddy Issues. And on Lost, every character is a cowboy. (laughs) Yes, and they're all among the best. And uh, so this is Jack's episode, right? Yes, Jack-centric, the second one. The second one. So uh, I, I don't remember a lot of this episode. Is this is this uh, the first stuff with him and Christian and their issues or what? What's going on here? Well, yeah. I mean, Christian was in the previous one. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the previous one was partially about the daddy issues, but I guess it was mostly so this about... This is all the work stuff, right? Aren't they at the hospital doing stuff? Yeah, or? this is about the hospital. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, I think the previous one was mostly about Jack going to find Christian in Australia dead. Yeah, that was sort of the culmination of his daddy issues. Yeah. And this is like what, you know, the precursor to or the sort of intervening inter- intervening years. I just made up a word there. <laughs> Wouldn't right. it know, make up a word? That's what right. Shakespeare said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the original one only showed Jack and Christian interacting when Jack was very young. I think in this one we're finally going to get to see the adult relationship. And I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it hasn't changed much. <laughs> I think you're probably right, but I there's don't... more there's, there's more alcohol between the two of them, maybe. Much more, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> one of them's really an alcoholic, and the other one is kind of an alcoholic. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you add that together, I don't know what you get. <laughs> You get two flappable doctors. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I remember liking this episode. It has an interesting title. Like, I remember a few specific things that happened, but in general, I kind of don't remember the episode. So it's kind of mostly yeah, a surprise. It's pretty, it's pretty fuzzy to me. I have some vague memories of uh, some of the plot, but I think I'm going to be pretty uh, surprised at some of the subplots or whatever they... Yeah. Whatever, whatever the boring stuff is going to be. The boring stuff, exactly. That's <laughs> the stuff we've all forgotten. Seriously, the most interesting part of the podcast is what the boring stuff is. <laughs> that works. Sounds like a paradox, but it's not. Um, all right, well, you know, we're just coming off of uh, our little uh, pre-podcast uh, podcast. So, uh, yes. There's... there's uh, I don't know, it's like a too, the need for too much pre-episode banter right now. So we can I agree. Into the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone get your uh, players ready to sync. 
and we will uh, go on here. So you may have noticed with the last podcast that we just uploaded one version of the podcast, the one with uh, our commentary track and the episode audio. And we think most people are using that one anyway, so if anyone is really in dire need of just the track with our audio, um, let us know. We can start posting that, but we figure we can save save the Internet some bandwidth by uh, just posting the main dual uh, track. Right, Justin? That's right. <laughs> yes, yes. Let us know via your favorite uh, mode of communication. As long as I'm not smoke signal. Yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> I canceled my service. Oh, you did? Wow. Yeah, yeah. About time. My lungs couldn't take it. <laughs> wow. Speaking of smoke monsters, um, what? <laughs> All right. I am ready to start. Are you ready to start? I am also ready to start, yes. Okay. Uh, get ready for the countdown. All right, here we go. Three, okay. two, one, go. Okay. Previously on Lost. Previously on Lost. All right, I guess we need to know stuff now. Mm-hmm. All right. I told you I'd take care of you. Thanks, Charlie. You're quite welcome. Listen to me. That's really sinister. It is. Maybe I was sleeping. I woke up and he was trying to hurt my face. We gotta find out who everyone is. You wanna start a census? So you met Rousseau. Your name's Lance, right? Ethan. Via the others. And then that, then Ethan shows up. Yeah, that's perfect. I'm making this up. Yes. It was safe at the beach. It's not safe here. What did you say to him? We got a problem. The census. I interviewed everyone. One of them isn't in the manifest. He wasn't on the plane. Ethan. Oh, that's not right there. <laughs> yeah. God. yeah, that's great. Wasn't on the plane. Who wasn't on the plane? Ethan, the Canadian guy, he's not in the passenger manifest. Well, where the hell is he? I don't know. I saw him yesterday, but now. Has anyone seen Sorry, Ethan? Like... Has anyone seen Ethan? Yeah, yeah, he went to get some wood. Well, finish the Canadian. Is he okay? What happened? Where's Charlie? What? Where's Charlie? He went after Claire. Uh-oh. What? He said... What is it? Who is he that he says there? He Charlie. Charlie. Charlie went after Claire? Yeah. So why are they running? What are they thinking is going on? Oh, did they mean Ethan? <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> he meant anymore. I don't know. They started running. And they, I don't know what they were thinking, though. Why is that confusing? It, it, it's it's almost like they think they know that Claire was in trouble and yeah. they're looking for Charlie and and it goes oh no Charlie went to Claire therefore yeah went to, I feel like they're being the audience somehow I agree like, yeah I, I gotta I gotta see that again when I can pause it and think yeah about I'm it. so confused as to why that doesn't make sense <laughs> it seems so clear before I guess mm-hmm. yeah I am the audience like I know what happened so. It's weird that they just jumped to that conclusion, though. Because Charlie never made it back to the camp. So, so are they saying, is Glock saying, like, Ethan said he was going to check on Claire at some point last episode? I, I don't remember that. I don't either. Like, but maybe that is what he meant. I don't know. Huh. 
That was weird. That is really weird. <laughs> they just know somehow. It, they act, reacted appropriately for the audience, but they I don't did. know if it makes sense for the for what they said <laughs> yeah. in that scene. Yeah, they really shouldn't have a clue what's going on. Like, only when they realize that Charlie and Claire are gone should they get worried. Because they don't, I mean, Jack obviously can't know Claire's in labor because he would have gone after her sooner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie never uh, delivered that message. Yeah. question, not how. Why? You think it was Ethan? certainly feels like it was Ethan, doesn't it? By himself? How? We can't account for Indeed. And more importantly, who's to say... They're even our people. He must have been Charlie, because Claire left because she didn't feel safe. That's what they set up in the previous Beyond. Yeah. So Charlie went after her, which is what happened. But, and then I guess it's just some vague sense that Ethan was not on the passenger list, but they just started running. Yes. <laughs> That's what happened. That sounds crazy. Lock and Jack butting heads number <laughs> number one, I think. Oh no, that's not number one. Oh, it's not. No, they they butted heads about something before, right? Did they? I thought they'd been getting along up to this point. Uh, okay, that might be one. Artery seal, close her up. Charged. Charged. Clear. Previously on ER. Charged. Clear. I bet you guys get some more light in there. You can see what you're doing. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Did they really do surgery in the dark? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it looks is, cool, is, but like... Is, is ambient light bad for surgery or something? <laughs> like, I guess the spotlight maybe makes it easier to focus. I don't know. Come on. I don't know. You can do this. It makes it easier for your scary dad to be hanging out watching you perform. From the shadows? Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Call it, Jack. Oh, yeah. I remember this. It's this is like a scene from Scrubs. <laughs> yeah, it's totally, uh, what's his name, Dr. Dr. Uh, Cox. Dr. Cox, yep. That's JD. Yep. <laughs> you call it. Alone. It's hard being a doctor. Don't worry. It is. I'll catch up. What's the word from the beach? Nothing. Nobody has seen him. I'm coming with you. I figured you might. What are you doing? <laughs> we need to get our water and get back to the beach. I heard you're forming a search isn't... party. Can I help? This is a deserted island. There's no choppers, no amber alerts. How exactly are you going to find them? By following Ethan's trail. No one can walk through the wilderness without leaving signs, bending blades of grass, breaking twigs, especially with captives in tow. That's not true. Yes. You'll meet the people who don't <laughs> leave signs. <laughs> Some of them might be ghosts. <laughs> Indeed. These are, these are the things you can say now. I said no, man. Hey, La. Hey, look, you know, a lot of us don't just want to... Why don't you go play some golf or something? Thing. Nobody cares about <laughs> it <laughs> anymore. Okay. Maybe I'll just put together another party. Good idea. We're going north. I suggest you go south. Oops, that's how he wanted. 
Wow. <laughs> First party is one of those things is the more the better. I <laughs> couldn't plan on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I gotta go, go search with you. <laughs> he's not being a great dad right now. No, he's not. I'm not gonna hang out with my son. It's weird, like, he was offended that Locke brushed him off. Mm-hmm. He really wanted to go. It seems like he wanted to get away from Walt. Yeah. Yeah. Because he wasn't gonna let Walt come. Yeah. Yeah, Walt's well, trying to get Vincent help. Vincent probably could help. Vincent could find whatever you wanted on mm-hmm. that island. You want to find the heart of the island? <laughs> he knows where it is. He peed on it the other day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. I believe it. Is Mark in his territory? <laughs> what do you do? Mine. My goodness, an evil. You didn't have to do this procedure. I don't have to do anything. Yeah, of course you don't. I am God. <laughs> you know he wants to say that line. Yep. In the ER, they called me. I was right upstairs. And you should have stayed upstairs. And how did you find out? One of the nurses came to get me. Who? Did he tell tell? nurse to rescue me. She told me that your hands were shaking. My hands were not. You cut her hepatic artery. She was she in a car crash, out. Jack. Her insides were a mess. You made a mistake. They called me. I don't you. care whether or not they called you. You made a mistake. Are you lecturing me? You tell me. Uh, if you were upstairs and I was in a restaurant having lunch, then why did they call me? How many drinks did you have at lunch, Dad? a mystery. <laughs> we'll never know. I'm guessing the answer is more than zero. It's a good thing you're going in a circle. Probably. Not much of a search grid, but we never would have found you. Oh, Jack was going in circles. Oh. Did you find anything? In circles? <laughs> <laughs> Does it look like I found anything? Yeah, I found some stuff and I kept going all around it. Come on, Kate. Get it together. Those are weird. This was my fault. I guess he's trying to be sympathetic, like maybe he found something. Off. But for everything that I know about hunting, tracking, whoever he is, he knows more. If we catch up with him, I don't want anything Because I don't know much at all. You see, I just read some books. <laughs> so true. This is all part of that building up Ethan to be yep. way more than he really is. Absolutely. Number one. Everything <laughs> Locke knows, he knows more. And Locke, so far, is the most knowledgeable character. Mm-hmm. But Ethan's just some guy. Ethan is just a doctor. Yeah. Like Jack. Like Jack. So what? Five of the guys who are going out there with me. Putting our necks on the line to find Charlie. Five other red shirts. All I'm saying is, I'm getting sick of... Wait, is he really forming a party? I guess he is. He knows a lot more than how to catch a boar. Mr. Locke's a warrior. He, he knows how to raise a he son. <laughs> he's the only one who <laughs> so if it were me, I'd listen to him. Well, I don't want you to. You understand? 
Put your fingers in your ears. <laughs> you stay with her. <laughs> now I'm going to leave you. <laughs> this is parenting. I tell you what to do, and I leave you without to enforce it. Back home? I'm known as oh my God. myself. What? Whatever, Hurley. <laughs> I don't so know what you're talking about. That's a complete fantasy statement, right? <laughs> I, it's got to be. Like, that has, that has no shreds to his backstory whatsoever, right? No. No. Who ever considers him a warrior? That nobody's ever said Dave? That. Dave? <laughs> a lasagna warrior or something? Like, <laughs> yeah. I hope that's what he meant. Take marker detail. Anything? Not yet. Those are shirts that red shirts could be wearing. Mm-hmm. We need to rest for a minute and get our clarity back. Can you take a break? It's got to be almost 4 o'clock when the sun sets. It's There's 425. No way and yes, I'm taking a break. Does he have a watch or does he just know the time? Uh, he pulled something out. Okay. He's got something on Oh, it looks like he has a watch on. Can I talk to you for a sec? Yeah, it's just, um, would it kill you to give the guy a little space? It might. Stop that. What? That. What's going on? I didn't believe her. Claire, I gave her a sedative. Jack, you can't. She told me someone was after her, that she was being attacked, and I... She just seemed so out of it. I thought that her pregnancy was amping up her stress, and I... I didn't believe her. It's almost like he doesn't have what it takes. What? So it's almost like he doesn't have what it takes. <laughs> almost. <laughs> oh, remember this, guys? Remember this, guys? Because so many people were wearing them. This was Charlie's. <laughs> That's weird to do a cut-in like that. Yeah. They don't do that a lot. They say it, aren't they? It's Charlie's. Yeah, they say it. They really don't need to do that. No, no that that was a... I think whenever I see things like that, I, I think it's just a... They're underestimating the audience. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, let's just make sure no one is confused. But it's like, that was a really... I mean, he's going to say it's Charlie's. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How is he leaving those? I'm not so sure. They're like getting stuck in tree branches somehow. No, I think he's taking them off and planting them. Oh, he's planting them. He's, he's planting a trail. Okay, okay. Wow, so Ethan's dragging him along and he's somehow removing his finger things and putting them on branches. You explain me how he got on that tree like that. Well, I don't have one. All right, then. Ethan knows that we're behind him. He could be setting up a dummy trail. Oh, Kate, you know trail. This is the beginning of the dummy trail expedition <laughs> for so many trails and expeditions. <laughs> She's all about dummy trails. Is it a dummy? We never find out. Who knows what it is? Two trails, five feet from each other. Maybe it's the same trail. <laughs> Maybe they went five feet in that direction and went the other way. 
Kate actually ends up being right, so I guess that means it's a dummy trail. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And it proves it, it this idea that she's really good at trapping, too. That's true. Which is a thing for a while. Mm-hmm. Ethan took them off. Yeah. Walt's hanging out with Sawyer now? This is how oh, bad the, the parenting hit, the, the, <laughs> the level of supervision is got. <laughs> I mean, Ethan is going to be babysitting next, right? Alrighty, Tattoo. Where do you think Ethan came from? He Walt does not get that reference at all. No, he didn't. Why did you call me a tattoo? I'm not a tattoo. So a tribe of evil natives planted a ringer in the camp to kidnap a pregnant girl and a reject from VH1 has-beens. Yeah, fiendishly clever. About right. Pretty much right, though. Mm-hmm. I'm ten. Okay. Then it must be true. <laughs> don't believe me. <laughs> he said we're not alone. Saeed's back. Yikes. Boom. Damn, Walt. I bet that was Man in Black. That wasn't even Walt. That seems like Man in Black. That's <laughs> weird. Huh? Yeah, he was He's totally like the like, deliverer of information. You ever watch Star Trek? <sighs> not really. The crew guys? I was on it though. <laughs> he was on it. True. I I, I don't believe he did much Star Trek. They painted him as a fairly big nerd. Yeah, they did. Sounds like a piss poor captain. What do you do in the real world, Mr. Locke? It's John. John? Why don't you guess? Well, you're either a taxidermist or a hitman. <laughs> I was a regional collection supervisor for a box company. Regional? Wow. <laughs> I like that he was impressed by regional. <laughs> They went this way. I think they went this way. Now, if you said local, I would have believed you. Mm-hmm. So where'd you pick up the tracking skills, Kate? Just <laughs> like stomping all over the trail. <laughs> I'm trying to help, Jack. You know what might help? A little honesty. Just give me something real, anything. My dad was in the army. Ranger Battalion. We were stationed in Fort Lewis, Washington State. We go hiking together. One day we spent eight hours tracking deer. Being in the woods, it was like, it was like his religion. That was real. Anything you want to share, Jack? Why, yes. About my father? Let me think. Thanks for coming in, Jack. It all started when I went into his office. (laughs) 
it say? The truth. That a patient was brought to the ER following a car accident, rushed into surgery with massive internal bleeding. You joined me, and in spite of our most heroic efforts, the patient succumbed to her injuries. Looks like you fixed everything but the patient. You had no business being in OR. You really think I would have walked in there if I couldn't handle it? You've done it before. That's right, I have, because I am perfectly capable of making How those... How can decisions. you say that after what happened yesterday? The problem is not... You were impaired. I know my limits. I won't sign this. You were part of a team, Jack. I'm not the only one on the hook for this. You called me off. You were the surgeon of record when she died. Accidents happen in surgeries all the time, Jack. That's the truth, and you know it. But if you contradict this report, if you mention alcohol, well, that's the only fact that's going to matter. They'll strip me of my license. Yes, they will. I know I have been hard on you. But that is how you make a soft metal into steel. That is why you are the most gifted young surgeon in this city. Flattery will get you nowhere. <laughs> yes. That's totally what he's doing. Mm-hmm. It is all about the Let me change tactics. Like, threatening didn't work, so I'll try flattery. Mm -hmm. Certain aspects. Now guilt. Relationship guilt, yep. So that hundreds and thousands of patients will live because of your extraordinary skills. I'm a hero. <laughs> Don't you see that? <laughs> Don't you see Yes, you see. <laughs> what happened yesterday, I promise you, will never happen again. And after what I've given... Now he's kind of just begging. Mm-hmm. He's bargaining. This is not just about my career, Jack. It's my life. I signed a Daffy Duck. <laughs> Lost. Lost. <laughs> Uh-oh. Whoa, remember this guy? Who's going for Saeed? I don't get... 
I don't buy. I, you know, I don't buy that he's like this strung out from what happened with Rousseau. I mean, he was fine enough to leave her place on his own. Yeah. Census Island just served you a beaten bladder cosmic payback. You know, Sawyer keeps that whole idea of, 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 you know, this cosmic cycle, the whole show. He does. You know. You're right, he's saying the same thing about Saeed in season six. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't your intention to return, then why did you? I was taken prisoner by the French woman. One has been sending out a distress signal for 16 years. She's alone. <laughs> She's on the side of yes. Just yes, Mr. Exposition. Is she alone? She said that there are others on this island. Her people? No. She believed they had all gotten sick. She murdered her entire team. Did she kill Jen? <laughs> and these others who they are She's never seen them. Oh, she's never seen them, but she knows them. Yes, she has. If you believe her. Do you? Maybe. Maybe not. But on my way back. I heard something in the jungle. On an unrelated note. <laughs> this is a very un uh, usual like you know information exchange yeah. about past events. Yeah, you're right. They they rarely do this. Like let's have a talk about stuff that happened when I wasn't there. Plane hulls almost in the water. He never quite says what happened though. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have a hard time explaining what anything tangible about what happened. Yeah. When the whispers came, <laughs> uh, there were whispers. Yeah, I know my blocks can't get in. My roll. Yahoo. I need a four three. Do would you please roll? Yes. No. Your turn. It's okay. <laughs> this is how the the uh, epilogue should have started. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly how it should, have, it should have been him and Walt and Hurley playing backgammon. Yep. On the island, and then Ben comes in with tea. <laughs> Yes. Right? Really? <laughs> yeah, no, that would have been perfect. Yeah. Um. Yes! Yes! Come on, one more game. Double enough. Can't. I got a meeting. A meeting? Yeah, a meeting. God, everyone's just leaving Walt. You'll get it. Love that line. It's one of my favorite Walt lines. <laughs> <That's a great laughs> Walt's just like miserable and lonely. 
He's he's got like no one to talk to and nothing I mean, to do. He, Michael is sort of actively trying to. I never realized that Michael is actively trying not to be around him. Yeah, he's avoiding him. Yeah, I, I, I that was never apparent to me either. What kind of business? It's a wedding thing. Huh? My mother has this empire. Martha Stewart of matrimony. I run one of the subsidiaries. So who's running it now? Guess it doesn't matter, does it? Oh, I'm sure there are people. Who <laughs> it matters to who's running it. It's going to start raining in one minute. Uh oh. Uh -oh. Locke predicts the weather. This is the, yeah. This is the beginning of Locke and Boone's entanglement. It is. This whole episode with them on this truck together. What about you? Yeah. I take care of myself. No, I'm not gonna. I admire your courage. But and it's also like Locke's, you know, in tune with the island or something, mm -hmm. so he can he can just tell you when it's gonna rain. Yeah. I mean, I guess you'd have to say he saw the clouds, and he could he can judge when when he's gonna see the cloud first. Like it's you know, yeah. I mean, he just happened to be very specific about it. I mean, technically speaking, hey, you, you know, if it's sixty seconds company? from raining, you might be able to see, you know. Yeah. With the rainfall coming or something somehow. Yeah. I think that's the the final answer, probably. Mm -hmm. Something boring. Uh -oh. Something boring, of course. This is a classic. This is classic here. It is. Yeah. In the rain. That's why they have it raining. they got to get yeah. the drama going. Ah, there's another letter. Where to now? Hurley Bird. <laughs> is that what that is? <laughs> I remember when we heard that noise, like... I was like, what is that supposed to be? I still don't yeah. know. Pterodactyl. Because Kate doesn't hear it. And... Wow. Who is that about? She had her hair in her ears or something? <laughs> I can't hear with all this hair. She can't hear. <laughs> Wet. She can't hear. <laughs> Why did it have to go up there? I don't know. It seems like a bad idea. He <laughs> could fall down. Pretty much. They had to separate then, them, I guess. And then, and then get this to happen. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. If you do not stop following me, I will kill one of them. Do you understand? Which one? <laughs> I think we know which one he killed first. I think we do too. You can't beat Eve on Carnage, Jack. <laughs> oh wait, it's just Ethan. <laughs> You know, they, they shoot Ethan really obliquely, so it mm -hmm. makes him seem a lot more, like, you know, imposing. Yeah. Dr. Shepard? Andre. Andre. That's the telltale now. Is she the one that ratted him out? <laughs> Probably. She knows everything. God, she's such a gossip. She's a gossipy. <laughs>
Oh, he just touched him. Uh oh. He just made him immortal. He's making him immortal with every touch. And then the and then the pat and the rub. That's weird. That what was weird. that about? What are we? So weird. Like he's threatening to sue, and we see Christian being sympathetic to the guy. Mm-hmm. And then Jack's like, "Uh oh." Uh oh. You know what that means? No, he You have to stop. The rain has washed. This almost makes it seem like Jack imagined the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, he's hearing he stuff, he's not hearing. Yeah. And his bruises could have been him just falling down. Yeah. From the thing, yeah. point the patient went into cardiac arrest of course every effort was made to resuscitate her but the severity of her injuries the amount of internal bleeding made that impossible now in my professional opinion ladies and gentlemen and that's all I have by the time I was called in the damage was irreversible I was drunk. Okay. You were Oops, did I say that out loud? <laughs> I'm drunk right now. was, however, extremely early in the pregnancy, so our primary focus had to be on the mother. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It was a baby. Please. I think we're done here. Final report will be fine. All right, Daddy, you can kill a lady, but you can't kill mm-hmm. a lady and a baby. Mm-mm. Revise my statement. <laughs> I didn't come into the OR until well into the procedure. Jack. I was warned by one of the nurses that my father was operating. <laughs> Who shall still remain a nameless. <laughs> Jack, this is not By the time the t- I got there, it was clear that my father was not only incapacitated, but that he had also severed the patient's hepatic artery, which, in my professional opinion, caused the crisis which led to her death. Whoa! This happened in this episode? Yeah, totally. Holy shit, I didn't remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I this thought this was the, later this for the, some reason. This is the threat that he promised. Wow. I'll kill one of them. Yeah, so now now it looks like it really he really was there. Since he made good on his threat. Sort of. How how he did this, we'll never know. Yeah. What, I remember when Charlie, I thought this was some kind of crazy cocoon thing. Why Charlie isn't dead, we'll never know. Yeah. I mean, I'll not down with him yet. His neck? He's got stuff to do. Like, why can't she cut whatever his anchor to? Because that's got to be closer, right? Because that should have been what... He used to hoist them up with. Yeah. Yeah. 
But then we would see the crane that they have off screen. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. It's usually bad. Who smuggles a crane on an airplane? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for crane smugglers. Yeah. Don't let you bring anything on carry-on these days. <laughs> Even the crane. Just breathe, Charlie. Yeah, key to life, breathing. If I were alive, I would be breathing, Jack. <laughs> Which is why he needs to breathe if he wants to <laughs> You see how medicine works now? I do. Come on. This scene is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think he's dead. I mean, you think, like, okay, yeah, well, weird. Charlie's gone now. Like, they let the whole thing play out of Charlie's death. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, it makes me not trust Kate. Like, stop t- saying people are gone. Like, now I just think she's wrong. It looks like he obviously has something in his chest that Jack is hitting. It looks really obvious. Oh, I didn't notice. I'm sure he does. He's not really beating him. <laughs> oh, there we go. It's like a board or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're playing the life and death theme. This is so mm-hmm. a death theme. He's gone. Let it go, Jack. He can let things go. But he really should island. let it go, because he's going to come back to life here in a second. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. And... What's all the waterworks? No. No. He's gonna pop the life. Oh, he's gonna beat him some more. I got more! I got more! Does beating someone in the chest really help? (laughs) Jack is a doctor, so I'm gonna say yes. Um, when you don't have a defibrillator, I guess you can just hit hard enough. Okay. Uh, it seemed like he should have kept doing CPR, like the breathing yeah. part, but he decided that, uh, his heart has stopped, I guess. Okay, he's trying to start the heart, I guess. Mm-hmm. It worked. It's hard to argue with success. Mm-hmm. It is. Now what, Kate? Now what? Mm-hmm. Kate wanted you to die. Yeah, Kate was done with you. Mm-hmm. Back at the caves. <laughs> and Claire's just gone. Oh, Michael went on his journey. <laughs> wow. shit. <laughs> He's like, I had a fun day without you, Walt. What did you do? <laughs> Look, he, he that was all for nothing. That was all just so he could get away from Walt. That's Pretty so much. weird. Wow. Yeah. I guess the idea too is it's not necessarily his fault, 100, percent because if Michael's around, Walt can't do anything else. Yeah, yeah. They wanted Walt to interact with the other characters without Michael yelling at him all the time. Mm-hmm.
I'm never going to say anything about what happened. I just don't believe that. Mm-hmm. Or that. I don't remember. I don't believe you. Anything, but I know it's a they. Mm-hmm. And he's right, but like, why? How? They aren't back yet. The only way to know that is for Ethan to have said, "All we want is Claire." Yeah. I'm sure they just make camp for the night. In which case, he remembers something. He heard something. Mm-hmm. Is anyone on this island that your brother's safe with? It's Locke. I disagree. It's so not true. No, Boone, we're not lost. Sorry, it's just... I don't <laughs> how you can still be lost. Wow, they're lying. In so many ways, they're, they're lost. They really are. They're seriously as lost as they'll ever be. Mm-hmm. All right, John? I don't mean anything by that. I'm going to follow the strip back. Suit yourself. Boom. You need this more than I do. Uh oh. Oh no. Uh oh. Oh this no. Is, this isn't gonna lead to anything interesting. I'm sure this won't matter. No, no, nothing here. Keep walking, guys. Keep walking. Nothing here. Just go. You, you got a trail to follow. What are you yes. doing? Keep looking for Claire. Part of the record? Yes, it's part of the plane. Keep walking. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's not a British guy down there at all. <laughs> what is wow. That's what we're going to find out. The writers don't know yet. <laughs> That's not exactly what they're talking. We're going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's the end, huh? Wow. Nice. Now, see, we're thinking that's got to tie in, probably ties into, you know, the others on the island. You, you would know, think whatever so. Whatever other people are out there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. to a whole different group of people. Exactly, yeah. They're the only others that have really been set up at all, so... Mm-hmm. It makes sense that they would be unified. And, like, they kind of are. Like, the others in Dharma have a connection. Well, it's two different groups that overlap. Yeah. 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 And had had direct contact. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good ending, though. I have to say. Yeah, no. I, I remember when they originally, when I originally saw that, it was like, oh my god, this island! Ah, mm-hmm. there's there's 
like I thought it was a spaceship or some crazy like I don't know what going on down there like you know it just it opened up the island to be something completely different from what I originally mm-hmm. thought yeah you know and it's weird to sort of know the whole story like yeah we know why that was there we know, you know, who who the relevant parties were. In fact, you know, many of our characters have already spent a bunch of time there. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some some people were there when the thing was being built. Exactly. Yeah. That's nothing you could have guessed at this point in the show. Because <laughs> <sighs> they were trying to change the path and blah, 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 blah. But, yeah, that's... um. It's, well, it's uh, so coincidental they even find it this way. You know, like, Boone just decides at this moment he wants to go back and yeah. uh, just happens to miss tossing him the, the the flashlight, and that's how they yeah. find it, you know. It so almost makes it seem like it's, you know, just at the second that Boone gives up, you know, the island sends him a sign or something that, you mm-hmm. know, and that's sort of the fact that they find that keeps him with Locke, you know. Yeah, and because Locke is, I mean, he's trying to tell him in that scene, don't you feel the power of the island? Yeah, yeah, and so there's an insinuation that they're connected, but I mean, I think in the end, what I have to say is that it's just a coincidence, mm-hmm. you know, that the thing just happened to land there, and like, I, I don't really believe that the island is leading them to the Swan Station, Yeah, you know? I mean, I don't, I don't even think the island leads anyone anywhere. I mean, I think that's just kind of an idea that people get, mm-hmm. you know, because there's all these, like, you know, crazy supernatural beings on the island that occasionally want people to do things. It sort of becomes like the island has a personality, but I don't think it actually does. I'm getting confused on the timeline with the... With the, with the with the plane, when they find the plane... And Boone goes, climbs up, uh, and, all, and does all that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's later. That's after. Yeah. Huh? Like, at this point, they start trying to open it. Mm-hmm. And it, that process is what eventually leads to Locke's dream and them going to the, the plane. That's right. Okay. He has a dream. We got to go up to the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, there never turns out to be much of a connection between going there and opening up the hatch, but uh, but that's that's how it starts. Mm-hmm. And that's that's coming. That's in, like, ten episodes or so, I think. And then after that, the plane fall. Like, when did they get into the Pearl? That's in season two at the question mark episode after mm-hmm. after Echo gets his dream to take Locke to the question mark. Oh, I see. They've already found the plane, but they hadn't found the, the, yeah. the, the station. And then... Exactly. And then yeah, the first the time they go there, they only find the plane. Mm-hmm. Well, this was a pretty good episode. Um, you know, we were really quiet during those Christian and Jack scenes. Uh, and I think it's because those are fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, John Especially Barry with... is just really good. No, like, he's great. He's great. <laughs> I, I forget, you know, like I was thinking, I kind of missed that Christian, you know. It, cause... I was kind of soaking up the old school Christian because yeah. he, he was good back in the day. Yeah, totally. Like I, you know, when he shows up at the end of the show, uh, you know, I just feel like he's not, it, it's not really that character anymore. 
Mm-hmm. He's more like a, you know, quasi spirit guy thing. Mm-hmm. You know, who's who's played by John Terry as well. Yeah. And represents Jack's father, but it, he just doesn't really have the those those qualities that the old Christian had. Mhm. He's not drunk enough. He's not drunk enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I also feel like the show didn't really like it made a weird transition from this this really like hugely uh c- conflicted relationship to you know you know Jack just wants his daddy's approval mm-hmm. and and really it's just about Christian just needs to say like you know I love you son or you know whatever he says at the end you know yeah and I I feel like their you know their conflict should have been I feel like it was more unresolved than that you know that you couldn't just you couldn't just have Christian give him a hug and and that sort of makes up for everything yeah. Well, it does if you're already dead and you're in the afterlife preparing to move on to Nirvana. Apparently. I think you can drop anything at that point. You know, that's what the show says, but I, mm-hmm. like, I'm like i not ready. Maybe it's just because I'm not ready yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But well, I, even, That's the thing. I mean, you. it's one thing to have the audience go through the stuff that the characters go through with them, you know, in real time with them pretty much, uh, and then sort of cut to the end of outside of time and say, here's the resolution. Yeah. You know, because the audience doesn't get to experience that. So yeah. you can just, you don't get to, it's not satisfying to watch. It's satisfying to watch in the sense that you're happy your characters get to experience it, but you're not experiencing like that, you know, like Jack really showed that he had what it took and Christian really was responsive to that. And that was just, it just made everything worth it. Yeah. Know? It made everything they went through worth it for that to happen. Right. Did, uh, you know, they, they didn't really sell that. That's what I, that's what I wanted, I guess. And mm-hmm. also like, I, you know, watching this, I, it really makes me feel like the man in black just failed to exploit, uh, Christian, um, the Christian Jack relationship with Jack. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as he was Christian, he never really uses it on Jack. You know, except that yeah. one time, basically. Well, I think he had Jack figured out. I think he knew what how to manipulate Jack, and it was all about he put his chips in lock basket. Yeah. And uh, and he thought, I don't know what did he. I guess he thought uh, he could just get Jack killed. You know. Yeah. Like he tried to do on the submarine. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, at a certain point, like, he couldn't be Christian anymore because he was stuck, that whole thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, Jack's on the island for a long time before that's the case. Mm-hmm. So I just, I feel like it's it's weird that he, you know, he he's appearing as Christian Shepherd to other people, but but n- never to Jack except that one time. Mm-hmm. You know, considering how like uh, how manipulatable Jack is, you know, um, with with that with that relationship with Christian, you know, not that I feel like when yeah, Man Black took people, to Jack to do anything during those times, mainly yeah. because Jack is doing other stuff. You yeah, know, there's other plots going on. He's busy wondering, you know. Being in Dharma, wondering not if he should help little Ben, you know, it's like right. Christian could appear to him at these points, but it would totally change what's going on. Like, it would have to be, you know, it would be some other plot element that he'd have to appear to 
have Jack say, I want you to, you know, I want you to do this, Jack, or yeah, or appear and make himself, you know, doubt himself about something else. But yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it's just probably a product of them having other things to do. It's like, yeah, Man in Black wasn't working on being off the island every day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he took some days off. <laughs> yeah, he must have. He must have. But it's just, it just, I, I guess it frustrates me because I feel like. You know, they show like with um with Yimmy and with uh like with Alex and Ben and um you know, they I feel like they and even like indirectly by by telling Locke, you know, say hello to my son mm-hmm. you know, I feel like his big thing with appearing as and Isabella with Richard, his big thing was um, you know, exploiting these guilty feelings that people had about about, you know, um people that they cared about who were dead mm-hmm. and, and using those to his own ends. And it, and since Jack has such, you know, gigantic issues with Christian and since Man in Black appears as Christian so much, I just think it's weird that he never really exploits it. Mm-hmm. You know, well, only very mild. I, like, I feel like he didn't really have anything to exploit after a while with that. Like Jack, he doesn't have anything he needs to get Jack to do. Because his plan doesn't ultimately revolve around Jack. Right. Well, I know, yeah. I know, like that's, <laughs> I know that's what the story is. Uh, so there's no room for it. But I guess I'm just surprised they didn't sort of write that in. It just, it just seems mm-hmm. like such a, you know, such a uh, uh, a goldmine for, you know, for material. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. I guess I it's weird to use Christian in context where his presence kind of is irrelevant. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean it's it's yeah, I see what you're saying. I agree with you. I think I think they it, it seems like they didn't want to go that down that road because at a certain point he has to he has to say whether or not he's he's really his dad, right? Like the more that they talk, the more yes. you're gonna have to figure out if that's his dad or not. That's true. That's true. I guess he he did do it with Claire as well. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, but then at some point he stopped appearing to her as well when he's when he was Locke. He right. started appearing to her as Locke, and uh, so the you know that whole mystery of what was going on with him and Claire in the cabin, you know. Right. Right. But I think at least initially. You know, he was telling her he was Christian, and you know, so he was her father. And you know, mm-hmm. I I think she thought that that was really him at first. Mm-hmm. And and he was again directly sort of exploiting that, you know, the the troubled relationship she had with Christian. But like, and so that sort of works. But for the most part, he's appearing to Locke, he's appearing to Son and Frank and Michael. Mm-hmm. And it's like and all that Claire stuff was off screen too. Yeah, and all know. the Claire stuff is off screen, of course. Yeah. So it's like it's like why why appear why even show him as Christian if it's not going to have any dramatic consequences? Well, for the audience. For the audience, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Do they matter? <laughs> yeah, I suppose they matter. Right. It's just I guess you know I mean maybe if they actually did it I'd say this is crappy but it, it's something I think I want it's, it's something mm-hmm. I think I wish they had done. Well, they did do it they just didn't do it more. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, that's how it started out with Jack seeing his dad. True. But they just didn't have it be, let's have conversations. And yeah. Because I think it needed, you know, you can't you can't have Jack be too sure about about the nature of reality right until the end of the show. Because if he's thinking, if he's thinking that's really his dad, then everything he thinks about the island is now valid. He has no need to to sort of doubt anymore. So if you yeah. do that, if you do that too early, you negate that back and forth conflict that he has about his his, his destiny and his plan and all that stuff. If he knows for a fact this is, you know, if, if if Man in Black is convincing enough to pretend that he really is his, his dad. His father came to life. Or yeah. you go the other route and he finds out that it, Christian isn't, isn't really his dad and that, yeah. you know, then he then it's sort of validation in this other sense. Right. That, okay, there's this threat out there. This island is really a crazy, crazy So, yeah, place. so I think, I think maybe that's, their cover for not doing that more is yeah. you, you get you have to go down that road and and Jack has to be sort of unsure of himself till the right. end. I guess then the time they could have done it would have been season six and they had already written themselves out of that possibility. Yeah. So I wish I could have had that, but I, I guess there was just no way to work it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's tough because you got to deal with the consequences of of them having. No, you're right. Together. It would be a whole thing if he were actually yeah. talking to Jack. At a certain point, it would get like you know, questions would have to come. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think Jack, Jack, unlike some characters such as Locke or you know many of the other characters who meet him, I don't think Jack's one who's just going to sit there and like do whatever he says. No, no, yeah. I think he'll actually. He need to be. He need to understand why he's there. I mean, you yeah. have to have scenes of that crap. So yeah, you know, yeah. But he, you know, yeah. And I mean, I, you know, I liked, I liked how they used him. They, you know, they made him interesting. I, part of it probably is just how the actor played him and stuff, you know. But I, I think, I think as far as flashback characters go, he's probably one of the best. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. you know, this was. This is probably, you know, one of the big, like, classic uh, episodes that that centers around him. Yeah, I mean, it really shows Jack sort of having good moral character by turning his dad in, sort of impeccable moral character by being like, okay, I'm not going to let my ties to my father and my whatever other yeah. emotions and guilt and stuff stop me from sort of, you know, doing, the doing right what's thing. right. Yeah. You know, yeah. He still feels guilty about it, but... You know, mm-hmm. the you know he'd rather do the right thing and feel guilty about it than do the wrong thing and feel guilty about that. I guess. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> um, but it is. I mean, but actually, he's on the verge of doing the wrong thing. It's actually just the fact that the woman's pregnant that changes his mind. Mm-hmm. You know, so it just it's just like this extra thing. It's like. I was willing to I was willing to go this far, but yeah. you know that sort of pushes it over the edge. I think that that, that has a little echo to Claire's you know Claire being pregnant and missing and in danger. Yeah, I think that's kind of why they put that in this episode. Because mm-hmm. it's like you know now you know again he sort of failed to protect a pregnant woman basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two times shame on you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And I, you know, I think we get we get more of Ethan. Well, I think Ethan kind of only appears one more time before he dies. But uh, uh, spoiler alert. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I hope this isn't the first time you're uh, watching this. Um, it would be really bad already, I guess. Anyway, um, uh, but as as we noted, I, I definitely think that um, I think that they are intentionally making Ethan look, you know, very. Um, mm-hmm. You know, superhuman, I'll say. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're not going overboard with it. They're not like giving him. Honestly, all they did was shoot that fight sequence, like at some, at some, you know, some weird angles, and yeah. that's it. I mean, like it was raining. That's one thing. He didn't do any crazy moves on him. He didn't pick him up and body slam him. He did some pretty standard, you know, punching kick moves, he was luckily lucky that, you know, Jack started off the fight hurt and on the right. ground. So it made him all Ethan come off already as dominating. Yeah. So it's like when you look at what's going on, he's not yeah, they're really not overselling it, but the way no. all the parts come together, he looks like Superman, you know. But it's like it's long butt. style, you know what I mean? Like that's that's kinda how they show fantastical things like mm-hmm. you know they they're never that crazy you know they like walk right up to the edge where it's like actually when you look at it it is plausible that it's just ethan because he isn't mm-hmm. actually doing anything over the top and then at the same time i think they are insinuating that 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 there's that he's stronger than a normal person well yeah but i mean it's not like kimi and saeed fighting you know it's not like you know yeah. They're really like they're really showing skill and prowess here. Like they they show what you know uh, an average guy could probably do in either situation of you know being an, an operative of the others, you know, without being uh, Mikhail or somebody, you know, yeah. without like going to kill, you know, like going like you know mercenary style or something, assassin yeah. style. You know, he just punched him a couple times and kicked him. Yeah. But you know, Jack was already hurt from falling off True. a mountain. You know, and in that rain, like in the rain and everything, it just makes him seem so beat down and worn down. And like this shadow man came out of came out of the jungle and you know zapped him of his energy or something. Like it, it it's really just how the the pieces aren't that crazy, but all put together it makes it seem it's a lot more interesting. You know. Yeah. No. I mean, I, like I think you're right. It's like it's like if you if you actually look at it and you actually ask yourself like you know, how how should I interpret this? Like, it doesn't really make sense to interpret it that way. And yet, like, I think, I think you are led to that, or it, it at least is, is very easy to be led that way mm-hmm. by the way they shoot it. And I think yeah. it, it's sort of that combined with little lines like, you know, whatever I know about tracking, Ethan knows more, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then like later well, those on. Are all typical, those are all like typical, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know what the, the, the right succinct phrase for those words would be, but you know, it's like when you're when you're 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 coming across a new opponent and you're giving them you give the information, you know, uh, Darth Vader is you know the most powerful Sith in the galaxy, mm-hmm. you know, or something like you're you're hearing this secondhand information or something about, the, and you're taking it as fact because yeah, that's usually what it is is, is fact. He's killed forty five men, you know, or whatever, you know, but it's like. Yeah, Kate. We don't know how much you know about tracking. Okay, you you know we you know it's it's like it's based on her, you know whatever we think her her tracking ability is. He's better than that, but you know you don't really get a 
a sort of objective sense of who their tracking skills. You get a relative sense of their tracking skills. That's true. Um, that's true. But there is, I mean, so there is still the fact that he kidnaps two people by himself and, you know, he manages to somehow subdue both of them and hang one of them and, and beat up Jack. And like, he's sort of pulling all this off by himself seemingly. And then Mm -hmm. they have, you know, later on when he comes back, I mean, we'll get to this eventually, but you know, they, he shows up to Charlie and like picks him up with one arm by the neck and like, you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, against the tree and and like Charlie Small of course but like it mm-hmm. still you know makes it and then and then when once he kills uh, Scott or Steve whichever one it is he kills you know they talk about how he broke every bone in his body you know and and he mm-hmm. came in from the water somehow like mysteriously like I feel like there's all these little things that kind of add up to like yeah he's Batman I mean that's that's exactly how bat the legend of Batman is right like, yeah ooh he he came out of the darkness and he did this and that stuff but it's like yeah he's got you know a grappling you know gun and he's you know he's learned karate and it's like yeah no I mean I definitely agree with you they're setting him up like the bad like a bad, like a like a super bad guy. Uh, but it's like he he broke every bone in his body because he's a doctor and he knows how to break everybody's bone. Like he yeah. knows anatomy, you know. I don't know. I mean, that's a simple answer. And it's like he came in from the water where he's a champion swimmer. He's from you know Canada. It's like I don't know. Uh, it's just I, I, and that's what I, it's just weird that it's you know they they build them up like that on purpose. But it's but he's really just this guy like every other person on Lost. So true. I guess maybe I would I would suggest that, you know, at this point in the show, they haven't decided what he is, and I feel like they're leaving the door open for him to be something crazier than what he turns out to be. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, nothing they show sort of fails to make sense when they reveal that he's just a guy. Yeah, it's like, I don't know how the crazy they could have thought of him at this point, because if, well, I guess it depends on what they're thinking is the reason that he wants Claire, you know, but, but I mean, if that reason stayed the same, then it's like a pretty realistic reason, you know, if like he, if he, if they, if they think he's a doctor at this point, maybe they don't even know he's, he's just sort of a doctor until they write. Yeah, that I don't think they, something. I don't even think they know who the others are at this point. So I really don't think they have it fleshed out. Why, why he kidnaps Claire or what his story is at all. Mm-hmm. You know? So I, I, I really think that they, they don't have that stuff in place. So I, I think, you know, and really I think even, you know, later on, like the door is open for the others to be crazier than they turn out to be. You know, and I, I feel sort of crazy ranting like this because it's like, you know, everything you're saying makes sense. Like I don't, there's no reason for me to take these scenes and somehow make them out to be more fantastical than they are. But I, I really, I really feel like they're, you know, they're shooting it and cutting it in such a way that is is leading me to believe that. I feel like I'm not just like somehow conjuring this out of nothing, you know. Yeah, I know. I agree with you. I said, yeah, it's that's totally the effect that they're getting, and it is just, I mean, it's it's a storytelling technique. <laughs> I mean, it's. It's visual and, you know, it's, it's techniques to get you to think certain things that way. And But when you look at the parts, and, of course, when they fill in the backstory, you go, oh, okay, well, there's simple explanations for these things, even though they came off, 
you know, like I said, like it's Batman. Like anything yeah. Batman does has a reasonable explanation. Sure. But if you're one of the bad guys, uh, you know, who's only heard of the, te- you know, of the the stories in the alleyways, you know, of Batman defeating a hundred men at once, he you, think he's, you think he's supernatural. Yeah. You know. But but of course that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with watching a show where they're getting you sort of to believe a certain thing. Uh, but I mean, as, but I, sort of in context, I think it's like that. Which was, you know, again with loss, it's all hearsay. Yeah, and even when you're watching it, <laughs> even no, watching right. it secondhand, it's like we don't it, know what's going on. <laughs> it's yeah, I know we know everything, and we still don't really know stuff. It's 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 um, it is classic Lost in that way, like mm-hmm. what the answer turns out to be versus what it seems like they want us to believe. Yeah, you know, um, it's like, and then you, and then they can easily turn around and say, "Well, look at what we showed. Is there anything here that really has to be supernatural? No, mm-hmm. not at all." Well, like, damn you know, it, Saeed, you Saeed, you know, uh, killing a guy with his feet is way, you know, more than crazy yeah. than anything Ethan did in this scene. Very true. Very you true. know, and it's just like we don't he's, think Saeed's he's supernatural. He's not superhuman, but, yeah. but but he's but they obviously didn't shoot it in a in a weird way. They kind of right. got his straightforward action sort of style. Same thing with the Kimi and Saeed fight sequence. Like, Mm -hmm. that doesn't make Kimi seem supernatural. It's just that he's a mercenary. He he has combat experience, so he's good at fighting. Mm -hmm. You know, and they don't shoot it in that crazy way that makes him look supernatural. Yeah, like, if Ethan had appeared to Jack in the the fight scene in combat gear, I think people would not assume he's supernatural. Yeah, but but when he's when he's you know in that you know the way they set the mood with the rain and the and the angles and the yeah. and, you know it's all dark. Yeah, and he's in his ordinary clothes. And I even want to say a little thing like him not using contractions. Mm, okay. You know, like I feel like that makes him seem more robotic and more that's and just, like less. That's just Canadian. What are you talking about? <laughs> he ain't no Canadian. <laughs> He's from Canada. Um, Canada Island. Canada Island, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things. Uh, it's it, it's weird, though. I wish Ethan was a badass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, at this like when I originally watched this, like, he was, he was probably the most intriguing element to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that might just be my own personal taste, but I personally was more invested in Ethan and the others than I was in what's in the hatch. Mm-hmm. You know, I think maybe the light coming on in the hatch kind of, kind of changed that a little bit. But uh, and I definitely wanted to know. But I think, you know, for a long time until <laughs> say <laughs> until they revealed Malcolm was a. <laughs> Malcolm was a, a a fraud. Is that when you gave up the whole baby? We sh- I should be invested in what's going on with Claire's baby. Yeah. I feel like I feel like being invested in that more at this point is so tied into believing that that whole her whole backstory. You know, it is, and I believed it. I bought mm-hmm. it all. I mm-hmm. really, you know, they cut to him, and it's like he knew, he knew all along. Oh my God! You know, like there's this crazy, like, you know, conspiracy to get Claire to the island. Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? Like, what could that mean? You know, and uh, and and I, and also, I feel like they've they've set up the mystery of the others really nicely. Like, you know, Rousseau's hearing them whispering, and you know, 
they they took her baby and 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 now now we've seen one of them you know and mm-hmm. and he seems to have evil intent like what are they doing you know like mm-hmm. you don't know and I guess to me like taking that, another baby you know if it, it fits in with what she said happened to her you know yeah. they're, they're after another baby that's true exactly yeah and I feel like the the positive like it just seems really interesting at this point you know mm-hmm. like I really want to know what's up with those others like who are they what are they doing here like you know that they've got to be at the heart of the mystery of this island right mm-hmm. no <laughs> i really want to think that but i think it was probably season three that i realized that um the others were not going <laughs> to have the answers <laughs> yes when the best that they could do is lock up jack and kate and sawyer it's like they don't have all the answers yeah yeah yeah, and they kept me interested. They strung me along with little things, you know. Then they started talking about Jacob, and it's like, okay, well, we got to get to Jacob, and you know, somehow mm-hmm. that'll, you know, that'll answer everything. And I guess that's the closest we get to answering everything. But you know, the the others, as it turns out, are really exactly the same as uh, you know our main characters. In terms mm-hmm. of who they are, you know, they're just yeah. people. They're just people who were brought there for various reasons. People who need people. People who need people. And Ethan, Ethan is is actually going rogue here. Like he's not actually even acting on authority from the others. Mm-hmm. He's kind of just doing his own thing for his own personal reasons. But was it, doesn't that contradict something that they say in maternity leave when they're talking about him? What does Tom say when he comes in? Like, like uh, doesn't he chide Ethan or something for for bringing her? Is that what he does? Yeah, yeah. He says uh, he says you're supposed to make a list. And then, oh, that's right. Not bring her in. And then, yeah, and then bring her yeah. in. So she he was supposed to bring her in, but basically this this kind of emergency kidnapping death thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, but he said she was going into labor, right? Yeah, because she was going into labor. But of course, yeah. what he actually says is they had a manifest. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's going back to my pet peeve that I'll never get over. Yeah. Because <laughs> as you can see, I mean, from watching this episode, like, what indication do we have that he knew they had a manifest? Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, I don't see that it was there. The same reason that Jack and those guys knew that Ethan was after Claire. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because you know. it was true. Well, it was true, and they put it together because you know, because because you know, Claire was saying someone was after her, so they said, oh, okay, right. it must be Ethan. But you know, they realized that at that moment he was after them. Yeah, yeah, they all just suddenly they suddenly put it all together, but they don't really have. They don't really have enough evidence to actually know that, mm-hmm. you know. But they but they go to action as though as though everything's clicked into place. Yeah. Whereas really it should be more like, maybe that's what happened. Mm-hmm. You know. Because really, as you noted in the last episode, they didn't quite confirm that Ethan was the one who was uh, accosting Claire in her sleep. No, they didn't. I mean, it's no, true. No, we took conclusions that because he's not in the manifest, that he's the one that attacked Claire. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much how it works. Mm-hmm. And it's like plenty of people are not on that manifest, and they didn't all attack Claire. Yeah. 
Including the baby. <laughs> exactly. Aaron didn't attack his mom. <laughs> no, or the French woman that we just met. She's not on the manifest. Mm-hmm. I don't think she did it. Saeed does. <laughs> it was weird to have, like, some of those little B scenes, like, all those scenes with walls, like, talking to people. Yeah. Like I, I feel like we would have got a lot more of that if he stayed on the show. A lot more of him just going to random people and starting stuff. Yeah, yeah, Did yeah. He, he was like, he was, he was like a, a, a drama starting kid. Mm-hmm. He was like, hey, you hear about this? Oh yeah, you better get on, man. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I, I. It's too bad. I have to say, like, in you know, because of knowing where everything goes, like, I get kind of, you know, when I see wall scenes, I immediately think, well, this is going nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, I like I do notice, you know, the it's like a Claire scene. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. But but they definitely, you know, they make him seem interesting, and they they have that thing where he keeps winning at backgammon, you know. Mm-hmm. Which is like a tiny clue that there's something weird going on with him, but they but they haven't quite you know said anything specific about it yet. Yeah, because we haven't seen Michael's backstory. That's true. Yeah. We don't know the whole story of uh, of their back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a backstory is. Mm-hmm. What have, what's the story with your back? I'll tell you. It all began in Australia. But I, I also, I, I, another thing I liked about this episode is that I think it really um, carries forward the momentum from the previous one. Like mm-hmm. the, the emergency of, of Claire's kidnapping, you know, is still very present. Yeah, no, I mean, it it picks up, I mean, you know, Solitaire was a pretty big drastic shift on the show, and this one's the next big drastic shift, you know, picking up from that whole idea that there's other people. Now, oh, there's not only the other people, but one has infiltrated the group already. Right. And is after, you know, one of the losties. So, yeah, that's great drama. It is, yeah, and that's just such a cool idea. I mean, I've I've always loved those, like, you know, infiltrating, you know, pretending to be other people kind of stories. Mm-hmm. And Lost has tons of that. It's not just the others. Like, you know, everybody's yeah. doing that stuff. So I, I uh, you know, I'm totally on board. Like, at this point, you know, I'm thinking I'm, I'm watching this show to the end. Mm-hmm. But it's weird. It's weird looking back now knowing that, Actually, this story element is not that significant. Yeah, it turns into nothing like this. Yeah, like, the important things on the show have kind of nothing to do with this at all. We never found out about the women who couldn't give birth, right? Like, that was just too too minuscule for them to answer. Oh, well, they do have that quick line in the, uh, in the uh, epilogue about, um, about how the, uh, the orchid stations... Uh, Electromagnetism oh, causes <laughs> fertility uh, problems. Mm-hmm. And rabbits. And rabbits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think I think that's the closest thing we get to an answer mm-hmm. as to why that happened. It was just uh, it was just a random uh, side effect of the uh, 
the power of the uh, donkey wheel. <laughs> Say that again, I dare you. <laughs> Yikes, what a sentence. Um, but, but it was weird because some people had babies fine. Mm-hmm. So it's just like if you're down wheel from the docky wheel, the yeah. down wind from the docky <laughs> wheel. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, if you're too, if you get, if you have too much exposure to the donkey wheel, then mm-hmm. it'll it'll affect you. But like you know, Claire's like almost giving birth when she crashes there. So yeah, but what about you know Ethan, baby Ethan when he's born? Oh, baby Ethan? Yeah, well, they, you know. hadn't, they hadn't drilled the orchid yet. Oh, so, oh, well, I'm thinking, but, see, I'm trying to tie this into the statue of Towerette. I'm thinking people oh. have had problems with giving birth before then. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't know why that statue is there. You know, that that would totally make sense. But, yeah, I, I feel like there's kind of... Because, I mean, it's got to be the energy that's the problem, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the energy that's the problem. And that should be there whether the orchid is there or not. Now, True. maybe the, the orchid is, it, like, has punctured a hole in the energy or something, and it's yeah. radiating out or something stupid like that. But. Yes. <laughs> I think... I think that's – so, you know, originally you could get down there through one of those wells. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe in the olden days, uh, you know, the, the, the radiation was leaking out through one of the wells, mm-hmm. and, that, and that caused infertility problems, and that's why they built Tarret. But then eventually the well gets filled in, and things are okay more or less until Dharma goes down there, and they drill in there. And then, you know, once So are you telling me that the Egyptians or, or whomever drilled a well, and then they had fertility problems, and then they were like, oh, no, let's build a statue to help, and that didn't help, and then they just covered the well up, and they were fine after a while or something? Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I mean, I can't really fill in the details because they're not really in the show, but, like, you know, I, I don't know if they filled in the well or just the well got filled in and they all died off. Like, I don't really know what happened, but, you know, I'm just guessing that. I mean, well, the the, the origin of the well seems to be with the uh, Man in Black's uh, mm-hmm. camp. Yeah. Um, so, and I think, I mean, they don't really show it, but I think the statue comes after that time. So, mm. you know, so maybe it was even them that built it. Okay. And they just, I don't know, they they wanted to go back old school and start worshipping Tower Red again. I don't know. But the statue's there before Man in Black is born. What do you... Uh, I know, no, no, thinking, no, no, no. They of, never I'm show it. Of, they, I'm, they, thinking of, I'm thinking of when Richard comes to the island. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is there then. Yeah, okay. I I feel like it's deliberate that they don't show the they don't show the statue um, or the temple. Like I I think actually all those constructions. I actually think even the uh, the stuff in the light cave, you know, the the cork mm-hmm. and all that like architecture that was down there. I think even that stuff all happens after across the sea. Mhm. Okay, that's weird. I, I, Wait, think, I think basically so, Jacob oversees some of that. But that doesn't make any sense that the, the stuff in the light cave happened after Mother. 
It doesn't? Because nobody was supposed to go down there. So either either that stuff is already there, you know, sort of built there, and then don't ever go down there because you'll fuck it up, or... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It seems weird to me that, that that would happen afterwards, like, because who's left to... Who's going to go down there and build it? Because, I mean, at a certain point, Man in Black is killing everybody, isn't he? Like, once he's smoky. More or less, yeah. But I think that, I mean, there are times where there are people there. And I, I think they build the temple and the lighthouse and statue. And, you know, so I think, I think there, you know, there are periods of time where there's some, some kind of society that, you know. But that's weird to think alive. that some people came after Jacob's in charge and just started mucking about in the light cave. It, it is weird, but I, I want to say that Jacob was in charge of it. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm starting to make stuff up. I'll tell you what I'll tell you what I can what I can say for sure. On the commentary for Across the Sea, Damon and Carlton strongly insinuate that the structures in the cave were built after Across the Sea. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and by strongly insinuate, I mean they say, you know, in their in their classic way, you know, Damon says, uh, "What if I had a theory that uh, all those all those structures we see in the finale were made after this uh, these events we're seeing here?" And and Carlton says, "That's an incredibly likely deduction, Damon." Mm-hmm. So that's you know that's actually what they say. Um, so maybe they're just being coy and it isn't true, but I'm taking it that that's actually true. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they get cut off because they go on another tangent about something else, and they never quite get to elaborate on who did it and why. So it sort of leaves me to guess as to what 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 the reasoning might be. But um, I would throw out that you know after Jacob throws his brother in there and the evil smoke monster comes out, maybe he gets the idea that you know some kind of containment uh, structure needs to be built down there to to prevent more of that from coming out. And um, and so he actually has people go down there and install the, the cork device. Yeah, but when the, you know, when that's a great theory, but when you move the cork, more evil doesn't come out. So, like, <laughs> True. Well, I don't, he didn't really know what yeah. was going on, but I think <laughs> he's not a cork expert. He's not a cork expert. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird to me that his mom would say, like, protect, doesn't she tell him not to go down there, though? Or am I making that up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she says she says you shouldn't go down there. It'll be a don't go a, down there. A fate worse than death. Yeah, but if you but if you happen to throw your brother down there, then it's okay to go down there and and, and have a construction project. I don't know. That's weird to me, but if they say so. <laughs> they they were in part uh, saying that as an explanation for why the light kind of looks different in the two instances. Like it's it's sort of brighter in the across the sea, and it's it's dimmer in the finale. And I think they were attempting to explain that it was because that cork wasn't there yet. Like the light was just kind of free floating down there. Then why do you need a cork? To contain it. To contain what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have the That's the problem. Like it's like, oh yeah, it was the light was dimmer because they had to put the cork there. Why? Because to dim the light? Like that's the only conclusion you can get from those two things. Like they put it there so they could dim the light. 
Like, there's no rule. I don't understand. It, that's just weird to me. Hmm. Yeah, I shouldn't mean, it be like, shouldn't it be? I don't know. It seems to me, if the darkness is in there, then the light should be dimmer, and then if the darkness has escaped, the light should be brighter. Yeah, which that doesn't have anything to do with the cork necessarily. The cork is right. going to make it dark, dimmer. It's containing it. I, it just, I don't know. That 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 makes me confused about how I interpret the whole ending of the show. That whole part was <laughs> like, what was the point of the cork then? I don't get it. It seemed like the cork was the fail-safe. The cork yeah. was keeping everything stable. Yeah. Yeah. But somehow it was dimming the light. I guess that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would... I, I just, you know, I, I have no idea what's in their minds. Um you know, maybe maybe when the evil got out, that made it unstable. Mm-hmm. And so it needed a cork to contain it, like sort of like what happened with the incident and the swan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that stuff was down there before, but it wasn't until they drilled into it that it became unstable. Yeah. And they had to install the, the button stuff. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know how you install that stuff then if if it's already unstable. I mean, you know, they well, had the whole thing about you had the whole thing about you know the the, the skeletons next to it. You know, that mm-hmm. seems to say people couldn't get too close. That seems to insinuate so, that you know maybe maybe the construction of it was 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 fraught with peril or something. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, so so I, it probably was dangerous to get close. I think yeah. I think that's that's true, but I think well, they, who's 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 the lucky guy who gets to carve hieroglyphs all all around <laughs> next to that cork where it's like so dangerous, you know? Like uh, who's that guy? <laughs> I think maybe he's one of those skeletons on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> then how did he finish his work? I don't he know. Died. Maybe that's the other skeleton that finished it. <laughs> what? <laughs> And they were talking about Egyptians, but let's leave mummies out of this, all right? <laughs> all right, fair enough. Well, I mean, okay, maybe I'll, I can see I can see the need to 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 have the cork after Man in Black is evil incarnate, but I don't know how you make it once it's on stage. I don't know. Yeah, That's but I feel weird. like the swan sort of had the same problem, like. You know, the incident created this massively unstable thing, but then they have to quickly install this fail-safe, and it seems like they don't have time. Like, they should only have, like, 108 minutes to build the entire thing that does this function, you know? So mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's sort of like that. Like, yeah, it doesn't really make sense that they can do it, but I feel like that's sort of, I don't know, that's my best guess as to what the story's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. All right. I try. I try. <laughs> you know, like, I, I take these disparate elements and I try to make them coherent. I mean, I you know, maybe they were lying when they said that the cork was built later. I, you know, I don't know. Mm. Doesn't, uh... I mean, does, doesn't the Egyptians, like, predate 
I, I just thought the Egyptians predated when like Jacob got there. Well, you know, <laughs> historically, like they should have, yes. Mm-hmm. But I think, um, but I think the, uh, um, uh, but I think all of the Egyptian influence stuff on the island is after Jacob. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's. I guess, you know, that's what I think based on what they say in that commentary. You know, I don't have confirmation for that. But what you can conclusively say is they don't show any Egyptian stuff in across the sea. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's no confirmation that any of it was there. That's the best you can say that's, you know, tangible. Yeah. And they do have him doing the tapestry stuff. I guess that makes more sense if it comes on the island after he's, you know. Yeah. After he's around. Yeah. Um, that's weird. It is weird. I, I feel like their timeline is kind of is kind of wonky. Because mm-hmm. the Egyptians should come earlier than Romans. Yeah. That's that's the way it should work. And like with all those I mean, I, I, I hate to make too much of this because, you know, they never actually explicitly said this out loud, but they were dropping a lot of like prop hints about the Egyptians for, for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think on a podcast they did, like, accidentally say that there were Egyptians on the island at some point, you know. Yeah. But, um, you know, it never actually gets stated on the show who they were, when they came, what they did, why they were there, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And it seemingly doesn't matter. Oh, but one thing I can throw in that may or may not be helpful, probably not, from the encyclopedia, is that uh, the same people who built the uh, temple built the lighthouse. Okay. And the statue. And the statue. (laughs) Why did anybody but Jacob build the lighthouse? Uh, You know, I don't understand, like, did did they just build a regular lighthouse and he he put his island magic on top of it or something? Yeah, he like, may have had he may have had it built by them, or it's like that. It's sort of like the cabin where mm-hmm. he just kind of moved in and you know made it crazy. Mm. I mean, they don't you know the encyclopedia doesn't specify, so it's left to us to figure it out, but. People built it now, mm-hmm. you know, why did they build it? When, you know, why did, how did Jacob get to use it? Who, who knows? I mean, the temple had a healing pool, you know, um, so it, it, you know, the, you know, maybe they, they had, you know, they had access to some crazy <laughs> magic. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I no, thought, you're on a you're, you're on a roll there. Keep going. That's not really what I mean to say. Maybe they had a way to tap into the power of the island. That's I think that's what the the structures are doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean it's not it's not the magic of the Egyptians. It's the magic of the island that's harnessed by these structures, much much along the lines of the donkey wheel. Mm-hmm. Which man of black build? And the orchid, yeah. Which man in black bill? Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> that's not so satisfied. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? It's lost. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I feel compelled to, you know, try to turn it into a story that makes sense. But uh, mm-hmm. it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense if they all built, you know, all those structures were built around the same time by the same people. That's, you know, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the other questions that there's no answers for. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, they don't tell you those things. I mean, they don't tell you those are built by the same people either in the show. That's just something, that's a, I don't know, a bonus. Listen, if it's got a hieroglyph on it, I'm going to assume <laughs> there's only one group of hieroglyph writers <laughs> on the island. I hope so. You're you probably know, right. Occam's hieroglyph, you know. Oh, and you know, that's another thing. Like, a lot of people bring up, you remember when 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 Smoke Monster appears to Ben in that little, like, underground cavern area. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they have that brief shot of the hieroglyph where it's clearly kind of like the Smoke Monster, mm-hmm. you know, in there. I feel like that at least suggests that, you know, the the people who drew that knew about the Smoke Monster, so they, they came after, you know, the events with Jacob and the cave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They definitely, yeah, they definitely seem to say they knew about him. Yeah. I guess he was flying around and getting them to do stuff? Maybe. They sort of had him, like, seemingly, like, jousting with uh, Anubis. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know, Anubis is Jacob or something? Who knows? Yeah, that whole thing in the temple was weird because it made it seem like that's where he lived. Yeah, it did. It did. I feel like they wanted us to think that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the season where Robert says uh, that the Swung Monster is a security system that guards the temple. Mm-hmm. You know? So there, there was definitely, like, hints that that was true. But it's not. He had nothing to do with the temple, as far as I can tell. So he claims. <laughs> I mean, he had to go through this whole thing just to get in there. Mm-hmm. Well, he was in there just fine when he was down there with Ben. Well, that wasn't the temple temple. That was the that was the underground Mm-hmm. Surrounding pseudo temple mm-hmm. area. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Is that working for you? <laughs> totally. I'm buying it a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what we're supposed to think about that underground stuff. It's it's kind of weird. Like I feel like that stuff kind of shouldn't be there. Yeah, that that was weird. I mean, to take him directly to where he took off Montan's arm and all that, you know. Yeah. Was weird. Yeah. Yeah, and arbitrary. Like there was no mm-hmm. reason he needed to do that. At, at the yeah. time, it makes it seem like he lived there, but you know, at the time, we don't know that the smoke monster is locked, so mm-hmm. we don't realize that he's there the whole time. You know, and it's weird because they set it up like Ben goes and pulls the drain and says, "Hey, you know." Yeah. Oh, it ties perfectly into all that drain stuff and all that. This is how you summon the monster. Yeah. Mhm. 
Yeah, and he and there's even there's even a clue that you can pick up when you know the truth. Like you know he he goes and does the drain, and then he comes out and talks to the son, and he tells her, you know, you better go inside because what's coming out of that jungle I can't control. You know, mm-hmm. and who comes out of the jungle? Locke. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it it ties him directly with the smoke monster. But of course, you know, you, you don't at the time you think he's just wrong. Yeah. And, and Locke basically says he knows where the smoke monster is because the island told him. Mm-hmm. You know, and so he just you know he he acts like Locke and fools you know fools them into thinking there's some you know crazy thing going on here where he's going to the lair of the smoke monster. Oh, evil incarnate of the old tricks again. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. But like, Classic story of evil incarnate, isn't it? <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. And and maybe he just did that so he could pull off the ruse that he wasn't Locke. Mm-hmm. But like it does Is seem the like... ruse that he was Locke. Uh. Oh yeah. Because he, he is Locke. Well, what I meant was the ruse that the smoke monster wasn't Locke. But what you mean is the ruse that the smoke monster was Locke. Oh God, I'm I'm confusing myself. Um. He shouldn't be trying to convince anyone he, the smoke monster isn't Locke. Well, what I mean is he doesn't want to give away that that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. No, I can see. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't want people to know that the smoke monster and Locke are the same. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to say. Okay. But at the you, same may, time, you may have said that. I don't remember now. But at the same time, he I, – I didn't – I don't think I quite said that. At the same time, he does want people to think that he is Locke and he is the smoke monster. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, maybe that is why he takes Ben there. But, like, seemingly he could have done that whole show anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know. It just – I guess it maybe it just would have been – you know, he wanted Ben to fall down there so that he could – go turn into the smoke monster and then come back and be Locke. You mean go change his clothes in the phone booth? Yeah. Like Superman. <laughs> Excuse me, I have an important call to make. Uh look in that direction. Indeed. That's uh that's pretty much what it was like. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. We never saw it happen. Classic lost. Well, that's definitely pretty classic uh, with uh, Locke uh, having Ben go down there and uh, they're making us think that's that's where the monster lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And as usual, it's all wrong. It's all lies. <laughs> that monster lives there. That monster lives there like those clothes are 50 years old. <laughs> Indeed. And that is tied it all back together. <laughs> all right. Well, good podcast. Yes, yes. Um, we'll be back next week with um, whatever the case may be. One twelve, whatever the case may be. Can't so wait. We'll for find that. out. We'll find out what what's on the docket next week. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the case is going to be, we'll find out. I think so. I hope it's a gripping legal battle. Oh, God. About an upstart social network. <laughs> I don't think it will be. Darn it. 
Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Maybe we could just watch that instead of Lost. Uh, <laughs> let's do it. Commentary. Why not? I don't know. All right. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll catch you next week. All right. Thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.